episode of Matchup Mashup. I'm your host, Private Merc, and I'm joined by Wee Wee Man. How you doing, Wee Wee Man? I'm doing fantastic. Besides being a little sick. How about you? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm still kind of hungover from last night, because it was my birthday last night, and uh, I guess I'll go ahead and tell you about my week, because uh, yeah, it was my birthday last night, and we went to go see the Barbie movie, me and Hannah, because that's something Hannah really wanted to do on her birthday. Well, and her birthday's this Thursday, but Barbie stopped showing in theaters this Wednesday. So I was like, we'll go see Barbie at like noon, and then we'll go do this other thing you have planned for me. And she took me to this place called Game On. This is Bar Arcade. It had like all the good, it had like Street Fighter 2, and it had like a few cool pinball machines, including this cool Iron Maiden pinball machine, but most importantly... It had Frogger, and it had Galaga, and it had Donkey Kong also. But Frogger was where 90% of my time was spent. I got 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. I didn't take the first place high score because I got too inebriated. And they had a bunch of, like, really cool flavored drinks there. Like, uh... I kept getting butter beer, and it tasted so good. It was, like, care. It was, like, butter... Like, butter schnapps, and, like caramel like vodka i think it was like so good tasting and then um i kept spinning the shot wheel and the shot wheel had like really cool sounding shots like the kirby and the donkey kong and the yoshi and i was like let's spin this shot wheel and i spin it the first time and i immediately get uh rail vodka bitch and hannah gets rail whiskey for that ass and then, like, I'm like, oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. And then I spin it again because I'm like, come on. And then I get freaking rail gin. I got rail gin and rail vodka. And I was like, what the like I got, like, what? And it was horrible. What does rail and, mean? Like, just straight up? Yeah, just, like, uh, rail. I think it's, like, another way to say it. Either, like, I, I don't know if it's either, like, rail it, like, rail that shit, bro. Or it's more, or rail is just another term for well. I'm not, I don't know. That I'm sounds, not sure. That sounds unfortunate that you kept but, getting those. Yeah, it was so bad, so bad. And then Hannah's like, ooh, I'm going to get this drink called the Crash Bandicoot. Or, or, like, the Smash Bandicoot or something. It was a Crash drink. And she was, like, really yummy. And then afterwards, we go to get our next drinks later in the night. And we're just looking at the menu. And she's like, wait a minute. She was like, that drink I got earlier is under the non-alcoholic section. <laughs> <laughs> and the bartender was like, oops, I thought you were just pacing yourself. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is funny. And then Hannah was like, I'm glad I spent $5 on a drink that actually did nothing. <laughs> Which is funny. It's funny. And then... Um, yeah, just a lot of Frogger was played. Ooh, and we got free jello shots because hannah told him it was my birthday and they brought out these syringes and you like shot it was a jello shot and a syringe and it was it was good it was really fun but i got really really sick because i drank too much and i threw up everywhere while hannah was driving and it was unfortunate and then 
But I didn't get any in the car, at least. And then I was very sick at work today. And we're going to have to make sure we mark this episode as not intended for children. <laughs> just talking about getting super sick off alcohol. It literally, just to my, my night and alcohol poisoning. We all also right. already dropped, like, ten curse words. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we level. first started this show and we were like, hey, we are like, we want to appeal to the broadest audience possible, so let's make sure we, like, don't curse or say inappropriate things. Yeah. Some, we'll, we'll, we'll keep some episodes clean, you know. Just no. <laughs> um... Well, that sounds fun, though. I still haven't seen Barbie. I really want to. I haven't seen Oppenheimer either. I, I don't know. It's like weird to me that these like two movies have just like been like like everyone wants to see them. They're like huge. Like I, I saw something on Reddit where they said like Barbie uh, beat the Dark Knight's box office record, and that's like insane because that, yeah, that I think movie it's is so old. <laughs> I think it's the first time in like a long time. Or at least that I can remember. Because I like going to the movies a lot. I'll drag Hannah to the movies a lot. Like, I went and saw that Dungeons and Dragons movie when that came out. That was really good. And then the Mario movie. And, like, it's I like going to the movies. And um, I just think it's the first time in a long time there's been two movies that are both, like, being critically acclaimed both by, like, the general public and by, like, movie critics. And uh, they're both just original ideas that are not remakes or reboots or part of the Marvel universe. Like, yeah. No, that checks out. That's 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 true cuz yeah, they they are pretty unique ideas and I I'm, I'm excited to see Bar. I I didn't know that they were uh going to be done showing it on Wednesday. That kind of kind of scares me. I don't know if I'll be able to see it before then. I wanted to see it in theaters so I could like dress up like Ken and Megan dress up like Barbie and I mean, maybe you guys can go Tuesday or Wednesday, tomorrow or Wednesday, but yeah, I don't I, know. I guess we'll have to try. <laughs> you get, like, late-night tickets when Megan gets off work, go, like, right at 8 or something. You'd be back by 10. You could get it, you could get it done if you True. really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, I'll have to look into that for sure. Um, But, yeah, my, my uh, past week and a half has been very adventurous. I uh, I think I mentioned in the last episode that... I had my wedding coming up, so uh, that that happened um, not this last Friday, but the Friday before that. And a big congratulations to Mr. McCarthy, everyone. Wee wee man. Mr. <laughs> Mr. McCarthy. God, yeah. <laughs> Megan, Megan, like, screwed something up when we were booking the, uh, the all-inclusive, like, hotel place, and so... Everyone was just calling us, like, Mr. and Mrs. And it wasn't even McCarthy. They got, like, confused about, like, how to, like, say her name, I think. And, like, we couldn't, like, the Wi-Fi was, like, under your last name. And we couldn't get it working. And they they like they were, like, yeah, we have it under, like, MC-Carthy. And then they just, <laughs> like, they just, like, turned it to Carthy. They're, like, all right, it should work now. It's under Carthy. And I was, like, okay. So then we just, just like became the Carthy. <laughs> the new hit rapper MC Carthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. Um, but, yeah, the wedding was great. Uh, I got all of my groomsmen sick. Pretty much all of my groomsmen sick. Uh, uh, you got me <laughs> sick. You got me sick. Yeah, but he's already over it somehow. I've literally been sick for two weeks. I actually just got back from going to the doctor because <coughs> no, there's a cough. <clears throat> but I, uh, 
I had this like respiratory stuff going on for a while. And then the flight to Costa Rica was like hell. It was the worst thing ever because anytime we like we, we had it was uh, what do they call that like two flights like connecting flights layover. Yeah, it was layover. It, like wasn't direct. So we went up into the sky and back down four times total going there and then four times coming back. And every time we took off, it felt like my head was going to explode. And my ears felt like they were getting stabbed. And then, like, the same thing happened when we would descend. And I just had to bear that four times. And then four times coming back. So I was like, all right, I need to go to the doctor. And turns out I do have an ear infection. So I'm starting antibiotics. But, yeah, got all my groomsmen sick. Got Megan sick. Um, but it didn't take away from the fun. Like, I still had a lot of fun at my wedding. I didn't even, like, remember that I was sick, really. Like, I was coughing a lot. But I was still smoking the cigars and dancing and stuff so it was fun and then the costa rica weather like made it um it made me feel pretty good honestly there was a lot of sun it was warm all the time so i didn't really feel sick while i was there but the traveling sucked and costa rica is beautiful um everyone should go there it is a beautiful country um the people there are so nice a big shout out to kevin kevin was like my fr- he's my first friend from Costa Rica. We exchange social medias and we're talking. So I'm going to try and like learn Spanish and um I'm going to help him with English even though he's already really good at English. Um I also we also met a uh, a girl there whose name is uh, Yen Siri and she's she was also really cool. So it was just it was a really cool experience. It was my first time like out of the country uh for a long time. Like I went to Quebec a while ago. Um but even going to Quebec, it didn't really feel like I was in a foreign country, but going to Costa Rica, I really felt like I was somewhere different and, um, going on like tours and stuff. I got a lot of exposure to the culture there. And I went to this like coffee plantation and saw how coffee was made and literally got to like eat like raw, like cocoa. Um, I don't know, like if you call them beans or seeds or whatever, they're like sweet too. It's like crazy. Like they took us to a coffee plant and they had us like pick the coffee, like, um, being off of like the tree or whatever it's on and it's like it's sweet like you suck on it and it's literally sweet it's so cool um but yeah i i I love that and uh it was a great experience so um because of that i i didn't really do much with hearthstone i was gonna try and keep up with the release uh during the flight but I felt nauseous every time I tried to read on my phone on the plane, so I just ended up watching movies on the plane. So. Everyone shame, everyone shame Wee Wee Man for <laughs> not for not making Hearthstone a part of his daily life during his <laughs> honeymoon. Like, hold um, on, babe, I gotta read about Hearthstone for an hour. <laughs> hold up, I know, I know you wanted to hang out, babe. I'm am doing my dailies right now. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Uh, but uh but yeah i i I looked at the uh the cards today and i'm very hyped for this set it's gonna be really cool a lot these cards look really cool um so i am ready i'm ready for it to release let's start uh, talking about these cards then yeah let's get on it yeah let's do it um so uh do you want to uh start us do we want to go in order of the uh what we put in discord here and go in order, like DH going down. Yeah, I'm down. Let's start at Demon Hunter. 
All right. Um, uh, so I can go ahead and go first and introduce the card. So we're going to need to go a little bit faster here because of the wedding and honeymoon and stuff. We're probably only going to cover each card for a few minutes. Because the, the hope here is that we can get through every single card, but that might not be possible considering Wee Wee Man has to get this episode edited and uploaded. Like, the idea would be by the end of the night so that people can listen to this at work tomorrow because uh, the set comes out tomorrow so if time doesn't allow it and we've gotten through like a few classes and it's already 10 or something we might need to cut it we might not get through everything but we're gonna really try to get through every card so for sure so let's get up let's get on it so the first card is uh, demon hunter it's a rare two cost elemental it's a five four with rush and it starts dormant and after you draw four cards this awakens so a real quest line dh card wee wee man what do you think about it um i mean i think it's i think it's like cool um drawing four cards like i guess like if you have a lot of card draw on your deck like it seems like it would be like if you're playing a dh deck that like revolves around drawing cards like it seems like it would be good in my opinion what do you think i think it's i, th I mean i think it's kind of bad i think it's i just think it's we have dozing kelp keeper in standard and that card's not run and that's the f one mana four four rare after you've cast five mana worth of spells that wakes up and i think casting five mana worth of spells over time is a lot easier to achieve than drawing f four cards i guess i guess it's like about the same uh, kelp keeper also only costs one mana Right. This is after you draw four cards. Oh, this is so just after you draw four. It's, it doesn't have to be in the same turn. I mean, like, you play this. If it was one cost? Like, do you think that would make it playable? It's just, like, you're playing this on turn two. So, like, you're. If you played it on turn one, then you draw a card on turn two. It's coming out, like, a lot earlier. But this being two mana means you play this on turn two. Like, the earliest it's coming out is turn three, and that's if you draw you you draw four cards on turn three. Like, you have to draw your card for turn and then somehow draw three cards. Like, I don't... Uh, so then, it, like, I don't know. Like, it could come out... It could be fine. Like, I don't know. Then, like, maybe it just comes out on turn four or five just because, and you get a two mana five four rush. Like... Yeah. Maybe, but I feel like I don't know if that's what you want to be doing on turn two. No, that checks out. So yeah, we'll see with that one. Seems pretty iffy right now, but <clears throat> who knows? I I think all the Demon Hunter cards are kind of iffy. Like we don't know how they're gonna work. Like it's got a big like uh, card draw package going on, but I don't know if the payoff is good enough. But we'll see. You want to tell us about the next card? Yeah, so the next card is a two-cost epic spell called Runic Endorment, and it's discover a spell that costs three or less, shuffle two copies into your deck that cat that are cast when drawn. Um, so what do you think of this card? Um, hmm. I'm pulling up the two or le three or less. So I'm trying to see. You're, you're discovering, so... So this spell... I mean, like, I think you would want this to hit either Relic of Extinction or Relic of Phantasms. Like, maybe you find this off your Vizier or, like, your school teacher in Relic Demon Hunter, and then that somehow, that finds you more Relics. Like, Demon Hunter does have a lot of one and two costs. Like, three, three or less. That's Dispose of Evidence, Feast of Souls, Through the Fell and Flames, Illidari Studies, Relic of Extinction, Taste of Chaos, Unleash Fell... 
Chaos Strike, Ammo War. Yeah, like, you get, there's, like, 15 or so. Even right. more. Like, so, it's not good. super consistent, but most of them are, like, fine. Like, you're gonna have a good choice. Like, even though they're cast when drawn, so it's gonna be random. Like, Ammo War is not great. Like, Illidari Studies is gonna pick something randomly. But, like... You're happy to do Chaos Strike, Unleash Fells, fine, Mark of Scorn, Spectral Sight for card, draw. Like, you just shuffle some Spectral Sights in there, those just draw you, they act as a draw. I think it's fine. What about you? Yeah, I think, I, I kind of agree with that. I think, uh, too, with, like, the Relics, like, Relic of Phantasms and Relic of Extinction, like, I, I'm curious to see if this will be, um, included in Relic Demon Hunter, because, I mean, I feel like there could be some... Uh, changes made to the current list, but I don't know if that's something we'd want in it because it's not really like it's nice that you get to discover at least um, that it's not completely random out of that pool, but it's still like you don't know if you're going to be getting relics. So, but if you were getting relics every time, that would be huge in Relic DH. I don't know if it's good enough that you just run it in Relic DH, but I think it's good enough that like you're fine discovering it off something like School Teacher yeah. Vizier, but I don't think you're just hard running this because like. There's, like, about 16 that are three or less, and there's only two of those that are relics. Right. So uh, the odds are not in your favor. For sure, yeah. Alrighty. So, let's... The next one is a, a, a Argonite Golem. This is a three-mana 1-5 common, and it has plus one attack for each card you have drawn this turn. Wee-wee, man. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I think this is just bad. That's just, like, just looking at it, I, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I guess you could draw, like, a bunch of cards. Like, if you had that out on three, like, if you forged, like, Weight of the World on two and then played that and then on turn four played Weight of the World and, like, you just didn't have that many cards in hand, so you end up drawing, like, a bunch of cards. Like, uh, and then you get, like, a big swing, but... And I mean, its health stats are like fine. Yeah, I just, but you just, I, don't I mean, know. you just, the play you just described, forging that on turn two and then on turn three playing Argonite Golem and then on turn four playing Way to the World, your hand's just gonna have like five cards in it. Yeah. Because you only played the Argonite Golem and then just drew stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I, I, I don't know. I, it's I got a good health line. Bad. It's got a good health line. Like, it's like health line. This is comparable to, like, school teacher without the taunt. So, like, five is a lot, but one is really bad. And the one's bad, too, because this is this turn. So, you could, like, buff this up a ton with Glaivetar and hit him for, like, eight. But then as soon as your turn ends, this goes back down to one attack because you don't draw any cards on your opponent's turn. So, like, it's never going to be above one on your opponent's turn. So, it's always... If they have five damage, they're always going to be, like, happy to trade into this. So, you would only be using this as, like, a really fat damage source on your turn. And I'm just not sure. Because it's three mana. you got to play this. It has to not die with its one attack to defend itself. And then you have to draw a ton of cards. Like, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So our next card is a three mana common minion. It's a two two, and it's called Disciple of Argus. Its death rattle is summon two 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 elementals with taunt. And uh, yeah, what do you think of this guy? Oh, uh, this is bad. I don't know. Like this is this is a two two with death rattle summon two twos with taunt. I don't know. Like weren't we were running like freaking the 
the death rattles that Demon Hunter was running like two years ago and Death Rattle Demon Hunter or like this was not as good as any of those really. Like I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's I mean, initial it's like... body it's initial body's bad, so like they don't have to trade in the initial body, they can make you trade into the initial body if you're like trying to be super aggressive. So like they could be like, Oh, we're just gonna ignore that and then you have to take your turn to like bust it open and get two two taunts and then it's like two 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 taunts. Like I mean, it's, like, comparable. I don't know. Like, I think it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, one more thing about when we were talking about Argonite Golem. If that had, like, a keyword, it could be good. If that had Taunt or Rush. Like, if that had Rush, it could be good. Because you could actually do something with it the turn you play it. It just, yeah. like, can't be defense. It has no defensive capabilities. And then it, like, needs to survive a turn. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't even think giving that thing, like, charge would be too much, to be honest. Charge would, how... charge would be, charge would be horrible. In wild, <laughs> someone, in wild, someone would be hitting your face for 30 damage on turn three, and you'd be regretting your statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do you have anything to say about Disciple Vargas? This card's pretty cheeks. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. The I don't, only don't, reason don't, this like exists it. is so Demon Hunter has... Uh, it's literally, you remember those Planeswalker cards that were like, um, shuffle, search your deck for a Planeswalker named Garrick, and then like, do you remember yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. Literally, look at this dude, he's literally, go to Argus, the Titan, and then look at his crystal carving, he, that's the only reason Disciple of Argus exists, is for crystal carving, because it's literally like, he's the Death Rattle, and then he's the crystal, he's the Argus Disciple, and he's... It's the only reason. That's, <laughs> like, why, why they create. They were like, well, he does need one new death rattle to synergize with that titan effect. Hmm. Let's make it obvious. Yeah. Yeah. No good. All right. Next up, Weight of the World. Three mana rare spell. Draw two cards. Forge. It becomes Divine Favor, a paladin rare spell from base Hearthstone that was just drawn to you know, as many cards in hand as your opponent. And that card, and that was three mana too, that card was crazy. You would just be an aggressive paladin and dump your whole hand and then just, like, refill your whole hand. So I think this card is crazy. What do you think? Um. Yeah, I mean, I think it could be good. Uh, I just uh, don't see, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's so much card draw and demon hunter like to begin with and like i i feel like whenever i play a demon hunter deck i'm never like i'm never like running out of cards really so i don't know like i guess like i just don't see how like it it needs this right now like I, it's good this isn't but... for your relic deck this is for like um the dispose of evidence vicious slither spear like uh the discard your hand aggro face demon hunter and then you play this like after you've discarded your whole like a bunch of like your hands empty yeah and no in that in that kind of deck i i feel like that is like in that case it is like a pretty good card i would i would say but we're also i'm not sure if this is good enough to make that specific archetype good because that specific archetype has that like Four mana, five four battle cry. Both players draw to five. So like maybe aggro demon hunter is just not it right now, and that's fine. But like maybe like next year in standard it could be, and this card would support that. So I think, yeah, I think this card will yeah. see play at some point in its two years in a more aggressive strategy. 
Mm-hmm. And it's definitely it's solid card draw for sure. So I mean, as long as it's around, I feel like if there's a deck that needs some good card draw, it will be put in there probably. Um, but the next uh, card we have is a four mana three five minion. It's a common. It's Iridar Deceptor, and it's whenever you draw a card, summon a one one demon with rush. And yeah, what do you think of this guy? Yeah, so when you look at these effects, it's like, do I want to go out of my way for this effect? Like, what's the payoff? Do I have, like, another card that's, like, like, um, like, uh, what's your face? Sorrow cold. Halveria. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, this is a really expensive, like, that's what I'm talking about here. When you see cards with, like, these kinds of effects, you want to, like, see, look, like, okay, why would I want to do this? Because a 4-mana 3-5 is bad. And drawing lots of cards outside of, like, your Glaivetar is not, like, particularly easy to just draw a bunch of... If, if, if you just played a four-mana card, not particularly easy to just draw a bunch of cards. So, I don't think this, like, effect is particularly crazy. Like, it's one-ones. Yeah, I feel like if it was cheaper it's and maybe had, four. like, less stats, like, it could be... Um, yeah, if it was like just Kolkar, if it was just Kolkar Packhound, there was a Hunter two mana two three, and it was whenever you cast the spell, make a one one Hound with Rush, and that card was crazy. Casting a spell is also easier than drawing a card, but yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not sure why we're playing this, and I'm not sure what we're playing this in. <laughs> uh, I feel like if, um, I mean, it's just so expensive. Like I, I literally think like. This would be a lot. A lot of these cards are too expensive. Like Argonite Golem would also be a lot better if it was cheaper. And we said Crystalline Statue would be better if it costs one. <laughs> like, yeah, which I mean, I don't know. I, I guess if you pl- play the Argus and do the uh, do the effect where it reduces cost of all minions in your hand by two, like you're making them cheaper. So like you could do bigger yeah, things. Yeah, but turn. it's on turn eight or more though. Yeah, but then it's like later in the game, so it's like yeah. And it's, it's like, like turn 10, and you're like, check this out. I'm playing my two-mana Eridar Deceptor, and then I'm going to draw six cards and summon six one-ones with Rush. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, on turn 10. Right. <laughs> it's, it's not anything that good. And I don't know. if It's like maybe if uh, maybe that play would be good if uh, they didn't nerf uh sinful brand into the ground but maybe it works with Alvaria. like maybe you do reduce all your minions by two and then you like Alvaria and play that and then you only need like one thing out and you can make it super huge yeah but also that's like kind of like i don't like demon hunter's also doing pretty good right now like it has a lot of good decks i don't think like like the maybe combo Alvaria deck appears but maybe not i don't think like it's you know, like Demon Hunter's not yeah. gonna be too sad. For sure. Alright, next Jotun. card is Jotun the Eternal. He's a 5 mana 4 5 Chillwind Yeti. Let's go. Battle Cry for the rest <laughs> of the game. Cast a copy of the first spell you draw each turn at enemies. Man, it's a copy too, so you still get that. <laughs> okay, so what do you think about it? Um. I don't know. I I, I I think it's like weird. It's uh, like ca- like cast a copy at enemies. Like what what are you casting at enemies? I guess like I don't know. Like 
If you cast anything, just add enemies means it's like prison of yog. It's like if it, like if you just if it if you draw like a card, draw a card. You'll just cast your card, draw a card because it has no target. Mm, okay, I mean yeah, I, I guess that's like fine. It's got a legendary effect. Like it, it's like it seems like it it's you know decent for that like you know for card draw I guess like maybe removal. But it's definitely a legendary effect. It seems like a weird enough legendary effect that it's like it gives me like um that one druid legendary vibes, like the eight mana Sheldra, like the eight mana five five or whatever that was like battle cry the next three spells you draw or cast one draw. I don't it's just like we I think we've seen this effect before and it's not like it's just it's like a little bit too random. Your whole deck would need to be built in a way that like you'd be happy with all of your spells being cast when drawn. And, yeah. like, you can't just pack it full of card draw spells. If you pack your deck full of card draw spells and then you play this, you're going to draw through your whole deck so fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. like... I mean, I don't know, I, I guess, with the other stuff, but it's like... I, I just like, maybe like that's the what they're going for. Yeah. I'm not sure what our payoff here. Literally, the only payoff I see is freaking Eridar Deceptor. Like, is that... Is that, is that what we're? I so Argonite Golem. Statue. <laughs> it's. I think the. Pay, I guess the payoff is Argonite Golem. Like. Yeah. And, but like I don't know. Like yeah, we'll see. We'll I guess like you Joton with an Argonite Golem out, and you like draw some cards with like. You 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 your, your first spell you draw draws you some cards, and then you draw some more cards. Just drawing cards. They they really went all in with this drawing card stuff. <laughs> Momentum's pretty cool though, which is the next card. You should tell yes. us about that one. So Momentum's a five mana rare spell. Uh, it's give your hero plus four attack this turn costs and it costs one less for each card you've drawn this turn. So um, yeah. West Demon on her. Yeah, I mean. It's just like I don't know. What do you What do you think? Like, do you think it'll be ran in things? Like, I think. Yeah, I think, I think it's think good. It be. I think it's good. It's like, I mean, even if you're not playing this card draw demon hunter deck that makes your Argonite golems attack bigger and makes you one one demons with rush, like you're drawing lots of cards in your demon hunter deck, and you're happy to play a like. It's just, like, it kind of gives me, like, predation, right? It's giving predation, where, like, you fulfill condition and get free thing. And it doesn't even need to be free. Like, it can just be, like, one, you, you play one mana, give your dude plus four attack. I guess yeah. it's giving, it's almost giving more, like, I, the brute vibes from the questline demon hunter, the taunt dude. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's pretty decent, like... Because, yeah, like, you're, you're, you're never upset to, like, give your a plus four attack for free. <laughs> like if you get, <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, like you, you could easily cards. break your glaive tar and um, cast it for free, or even cast it for one, and that's oh, well, I guess you wouldn't break your glaive tar and then be able to play it because you already attacked. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're an absolute baller that first equips a second glaive tar to break his current glaive tar. Oh my god, yeah, that that would be huge. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it seems. I think it's not. I think it's not as good as people think it might be. I don't know if it's that. Like, I don't think it's, like, insane. But I think it's good. Yeah. Okay. And we've already talked about Argus in the Titans episode, so. Yep. And, uh, what about Myth... myth did we talk about Mythical Terror? 
Nah. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and tell us about that one. Mythical Terror is a 7-mana 310 epic demon beast with lifesteal. At the end of your turn, force all enemy minions to attack this. This reminds me of, like, some big demons from the past. Like, there was that insatiable fellhound that at the end of each turn, like, suck 1-1 one, one out of stats from every enemy minion and give it to this dude. This is Unleash Fell, but in one card instead of two, and, like, it could die if they're... This is just Unleash Fell. This is Unleash Fell, but in Big Demon Hunter. I don't know. It's not... What do you think? What do you think? I, I agree with that. Like, I think it's, like something that you could put in big demon hunter maybe but i don't think it's i don't know like the lifesteal is nice um depends on the matchup right like you are, would be sad if you're resurrecting these and like cheating these out of your deck and like a blood dk or like control warrior or like control priest right. but like you would be happy to be summoning these against like a super aggressive deck and resurrecting these against a super aggressive deck but, like, I don't know how we're winning more often than not. Like, I don't know. I don't play much big Demon Hunters. I'm not sure. I feel like you're mostly winning by making those big taunts and the 8-8s and just, like, blowing their face up. Yeah, I mean, those demons are just way stronger. Like, or I do think those are way stronger than this. Like, if you need... Yeah. If you're about to die, this is better. But, mm -hmm. like... Yeah, I don't know. We'll and have then to it's see. in your resurrect pool. Yeah, it's in your resurrect pool. You can't summon three 8-8 Illidari Inquisitors. Right. So it's like it's like you could do that, and then you'd you, you'd be surviving. But I mean, yeah, against any other control deck, it's you're you're not being proactive at all. So it's yeah, it might just be prolonging the ine inevitable in a lot of matchups. Yeah, we'll just have to see where the meta goes. Because if there's a lot of aggressive stuff, like like if this Treant Druid, which we'll be talking about in a second, or stuff like that, like I could see it working against that. But okay. That's the Demon Hunter class. Yes, and now we move to Druid. And yes. the first Druid spell is a one-cost uh, rare spell called Embrace of Nature. It's a nature spell. But we talked spell. about that one already. Did we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did, we did. So which ones did we not talk about? Probably four seedling, seedlings. Like, no, first. that's the only one we talked about. Yeah, and A&R and A&R. And and yeah, okay, so Forest Seedlings is a one-cost common spell. Just summon two one one saplings, and it blossoms in two turns. I think blossom, like the blossoms thing, is pretty cool. Which I think I could be wrong, but is that just like in your hand? Like while it's in your hand, after two turns, it like kind of like evolves. Into yeah, it's yeah, it's just like yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like um, yeah, yeah. So it uh, it blossoms into um, what is it? Just like then you summon two two treants. Two, yeah, two, 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 two yeah. Yeah, so, uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, if a board-based Treant deck is, is balling out, like, the, the thing is, if you're a board-based Treant deck, you really don't want to play this Unblossomed, because, like, we have, like, uh, what's that, the Seeds card? Like, the Summon 2-1-1 Saplings or Deal 2 Damage. We have that. We have Living Roots, and like that one's more flexible, where you could deal the two damage or summon the two one one saplings. And if you have all the treant synergies, you really want the treants. So as long as you have another turn one play, like you're happy to hold off until this makes two treants. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, I think that's all this card is. It's just good for uh, if you're gonna be playing like a treant deck. I mean, any. I feel like this this archetype is just gonna want to run any spell that says make treants. 
You probably just slap this in an aggro deck, even if it's not heavily triant focused. Yeah. You probably just play this in an aggro deck, because even like curving into two, one mana, two three threes on turn three, and then like a two drop, that's that's fine. Yeah. Uh, next up is Lifebinder's Gift. Choose one. Get two random nature spells or reduce the cost of all spells in your hand by one mana. Wee wee man. Um. I mean, I think this is pretty decent. Uh, like it's. It's, uh, good with, like, the, uh, Embrace of Nature that we talked about. Like, it. I mean, any of the cards that combine your uh, choose one effects, like, if you got both of those effects for two, that's that's really big. But, I mean, even without combining the effects, I feel like reducing all the spells in your hand by one is really good. And uh, getting two random nature spells is, it all. I feel like it could also be used for that. Um, so I think it's, like, it's flexible. It's pretty cheap. So I think it, it's pretty decent. What about you? Yeah, I don't think you're ever taking two random ones. Like, I don't know. You can just take that if you're, like, a more value-based deck and you get to the point where you don't need to reduce it. But that's not why you're running the card. Because, like, there's too many. There's, like, 18 or so nature spells. Like, there's too many. You're never going to get a specific thing. So you're not going to be able yeah. to consistently use that effect to get specific things. So you're doing this to reduce the cost of spells in your hand by one. If you hit, like, nourishes and circle of the, the, the tree circle... Uh, like that tree circle specifically could be good. The drum circle, like nourish, or if you're a ramp deck, like you hit nourish, miracle growth, like wild growth, like that seems seems okay. You're spending two mana to like pseudo ramp. It's like you're ramping only the cards in your hand, and it's just the spells, and it's two mana. But I guess as ramp druid, you're generally just hero powering on turn two. So I mean, I think it's probably. It doesn't, like, make me be, like, this isn't, like, it's not giving me, like, crazy ramp vibes. Like, it's not like Widow Bloom Seedsman or something, where when that card got announced, I was like, oh my goodness, four mana, three, two, mana crest, draw a card. <laughs> like, this is not as yeah. good as that, I don't think. But I think it's, like, fine. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm not, I'm actually not sure. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think with the, uh, with, like, anything that would combine those effects, it's really big, but just choosing one, it's, like, okay. Yeah, we'll just have to see how, if that stuff's good, like, the choose one deck is good enough, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, I, I just, it's been a while <laughs> since, like, a choose one deck has been, but they have been, like, like, we have the drum circle, and we have, um, what else do we have? We have that Rhythm and Roots from last set. I don't know. That's actually seen more play than I thought it would. So, like, um, I don't know. We have the, yeah, we'll just have to see. There's not, like, a crazy amount of choose ones, but we have, like, a decent, like, Drum Circle, uh, Beetlemancy, Flipper Friends. Maybe we even run Druid of the Claw. That seems a little bit optimistic, but. Uh, so next up is, uh, what's our next card? Wee Wee Man. It is a three-cost... 3-4 uh, rare minion called Conservator Nymph, and its battle cry is transform a friendly treant into a 5-5 five five ancient with taunt. Um, I think I think it's good. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, I think so. I mean, it, it's got it's got a pretty decent stat line. Uh, 
itself and then you're transforming like you're probably transforming one of your two two treants into a five five with taunt which is huge yeah you say three mana three four and i'm like all right all right let's see what the words are because like that's fine like it's like three mana three four is like fine it's like yeah and then the and then the the words are really good the words are as long as you have a treant which like maybe like it could be as early as turn three turn three you play forest you play a blossomed forest seedlings and then you coin or you innervate out this and then you have a three four or five five and a two two on turn three or you know whose time it is to shine wee wee man who or do you uh it's a uh, blood treant's time to shine the one mana uh or the no the uh where is it blood treant he's uh, the five mana two two treant that costs health instead of mana Oh, yeah, yeah. It's his time to shine. You can just, because, like, you come mm-hmm. on, you're aggro treant druid. Five life, the, uh, you laugh at the fate. That is, that just reads zero mana, actually, is what yeah, that you, says. Yeah, you don't care. Yeah, that's huge. Um, Alright, cool, so. Yeah, so be decent. Next up is Frost Lotus Seedling. Draw one card, gain four armor, nature spell for three mana. Oh, uh, that's not great. It's not good for three mana. And then, it's blossomed form is... Draw two cards, gain eight armor for three mana. Uh, wee wee man. Yeah, um... I guess if, uh... Um... I don't know, I guess if, like, we wanted to still be gaining a ton of armor, like... I don't know. I just think, like, the armor gain stuff. Like, it seems like all of these other cards are, like, more catered towards, like, a aggro-type uh, deck... And this just feels like it's for, like, a control-type deck. And uh, I just, I don't know, it just feels weird. It feels like it doesn't really belong with the rest of the stuff. Yeah, it's, like, definitely, like, maybe they, I don't know. I think it's fine. Maybe they designed this back before they nuffed an Anubricon. And yeah. when they did my boy dirty. When they, <laughs> when they said, hey, Druid, here's this super high skill cap Zoc Druid deck, and Druid players said, okay, and then they said, actually, we're gonna get rid of that, and we're gonna buff uh, this Death Rattle Whomper dude, and then we're gonna bring the most brain-dead deck into Hearthstone, and then we're gonna <laughs> nerf that too, and then Druid's gonna be bad. And then Yeah, Druid just got, like... But this is actually a pretty fresh, this is a pretty fresh and funky druid set. We got, like, a bunch of ramp tools, and then we also have the treant archetype, and we have not seen the treant archetype for, like, quite a few years. It's been a while since we had Arbor up and stuff, so, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see the treant stuff back. And it's been long enough, like, I don't know, I'm fine, I'm happy, I'm happy to see ramp druid, it's fine, whatever. Like, we'll, 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 we'll mess around with ramp druid. Alright, so, and Frost Lotus Seeding... Frost Lotus Seedling, uh, three mana, like, draw two cards, gain that armored. Like, that's good. Like, for three mana, we, like, for three mana, we play that three-cost spell sometimes. The choose one, gain plus four attack, or gain eight armor. Granted, I guess we play that in Quest Druid to always gain four attack. But, like, gaining eight armor is, like, pretty acceptable for three mana. We play that heavy plating. There we go. We play heavy plating in, like, Control Warrior. Something do you like. think, do you think these Blossom effects, like, um... Is it going to, like, heavily affect, like, how the mulligan win rates look for these cards? I feel yeah, like... Yeah, you definitely, like, want to mulligan these. Because these are, like, bad top decks. Like, these are actively, like, really sad top decks. Whether you're an aggressive Treant deck that 
top deck summon two one one things that aren't treants, or you're like a slower druid deck that top decks draw one card, gain four armor for three mana. Like you, yeah. you want whether you, both of these you want to mulligan for them and their like respective decks. So I definitely right. think it will affect the mulligan win rate. Um, so then the next card we got is a 4-mana four 4-4 four, four Epic Minion, uh, Disciple of Eonor, and its battle cry is your next choose one card has both effects combined. Um, so, so yeah, uh, what do you think of this? Um, I mean, this is cracked with, this is freaking cracked in the paint. Like, this is a, this is a great card. Um... You disciple of ENR and then you uh, you drum circle and drum circle makes five uh, four six taunts treant taunts and then yeah. if your four six treant taunts live then next turn you play cultivation which we'll talk about in a few minutes for zero mana and then make them all four six taunts and then kill them uh, like yeah uh, this and then that's just one specific case like you're happy to just. I don't know if you're happy to do it, but, like, I guess you can just rip Lifebinder's Gift and get two random things and reduce all the stuff in your ha hand. <clears throat> like, you Nourish, yeah. Nourish is fine. Rhythm and Roots becomes, uh, fill your board up with 5-5s five and, uh, 8-8s. Eight I don't know. Like, I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really, really good. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's good too, um, especially with the rest of the stuff that's coming out for Druid. I think it, I think it's a good support card. Um. All right, so next up we have oh, and also read Disciple of Enar's flavor text. If you do not receive his rose, you will have to pack your bags and leave Uldar immediately. Yes, it's the Bachelor. <laughs> All right, Ancient God. of Growth, <laughs> seven mana, five five epic. Choose one, summon three, two, two treants, or transform your treants into five, five ancients with taunt. Um, wee wee man. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, uh I mean, it seems fine, I guess. Uh, with uh, disciple of Enar, it's like really good. It's like um, it's like, like four five fives for seven <clears throat> mana. Yeah, like if you're able to combine your choose ones and and play this, if you're able to combine that, then I think it's really good. But if you're just doing one of those things for seven mana with a five five body, I feel like it's like not really that good. But what do yeah, you think? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's just like. I'm just a little... I don't know. I guess, like, the Treant deck is not gonna be... It's, like, weird, because we have, like, the hyper aggro openings with, like, you play the Blood the blood Treant and then you, like, make it a 5-5 five, five, and you could go super aggressive. But then there's the cards, like, uh, Ancient of Growth, that it's, like, this is 7 mana, right? Like, you're not... I mean, it's seven mana, and it, we're not yeah. playing like a we're not playing like a hyper aggro druid deck with this seven mana. Like we're just not. <laughs> like, right. you, you can't run like a bunch of one two threes and then just a seven cost. So I don't. Um, very like mid game. I mean, it seems like this whole package like you would just be playing treants like nonstop, and they would just keep getting like bigger and. I love Treants. I'm, I'm here game, for they it. Would get, they would get bigger and wider, and uh, like I don't know. I think I think it's cool. It has like it seems like a um, what do you call it? Like when it uh, flavorful. When you're, 
good flavor, but I'm thinking too like uh, what's it called when you're playing on like curve, like tempo, like it yeah, seems tempo. like it has a good like tempo. Um, you have big swing yeah. turns. You have the big swing anytime you play something that makes your treants five fives. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I'm not sure how fast or slow this deck is gonna play because I could see early game blowouts with conservator nymph, or I could see the deck being a uh, bell. Get out from back there. I could see the bell's gonna unplug my PC. I could see oh the my deck God. being a slower deck um, <laughs> that runs like ancient of growth and drum circle and stuff. So I don't know. We'll just have to see. Uh, yeah. Cultivation. See- yeah, so Cultivation is an 8-mana... Wait, I, I'm doing this one, right? You did yeah. it. Okay, cool. So uh, it's an 8-mana common spell, nature spell, uh, and it's give your minions plus 2, plus 2, and it costs 1 less for each treat you've summoned this game. So what do you think about it? Um... Yeah, I mean, this will just cost zero, one, two. It will be very, very, very cheap, and you can just do it when lots of treants can hit face. So, I yeah. think it's, I think it's good. I think it's it's like what I was saying about like the tempo. Like it's just like, um, by the time, I mean, there will come a point when it'll cost zero and. Because you've played like, so many treants, and then you just get to buff everything. So, um, yeah, I think Yeah, it's, it's big. Big. The, the permanent, too. Like, it's like a bloodlust, but it's permanent, and it buffs attack and health. It's like... And it can be just be free. It will just be very, very cheap. Yeah. Um, Next up, we have Freya, Keeper of Nature. Eight mana, four, six, legendary. Choose one, duplicate your hand, or summon copies of all other friendly minions. These cards are really fun. Druids had duplicate your hand cards before. And they make for, like, really, really fun, like, game uh, states where you can, like, copy a specific... Where you could go, like... Or even duplicating, summoning copies of your minions. Like, you play your titan, and then you refresh all of your mana... And then you play Freya to summon a copy of your ANR, and then you like use another ability, like you heal a fool or you draw until your hands fly. I don't know. It's like I I think since this is so expensive, you're generally going to be using this in a slower Druid deck. So outside of like combo and Titan stuff, you're probably going to be duplicating your hand more often than summoning the copies, but. I mean, with, yeah. it, summoning the copies with the Titan is crazy, too. So, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. That's, I think, if you're doing a slower... Like, I don't know. Because I don't know if you'd run this in, like, a faster, like, like more tempo kind of, like, treant deck. Like, maybe you would, but... I guess maybe. I mean, like you deck, could. it seems really good. It just depends how value-based this treant deck gets. You can, like, freaking duplicate a bunch of Ancients of Growth and then just, like, five turns in a row make boards of 5-5-8. Five, five, that's what I'm saying about, like, I'm not sure how... where this treant deck is gonna fall on the scale of, like, super aggressive to, like, late-game value focus. So, like, because it could kind of go either way so that's um, it's gonna see a lot of experimentation i feel like which is exciting yeah yeah i agree if if anything this card is like probably besides the titan like i think because i I think like out of all these druid cards like the titan's probably my favorite and this might be like my second favorite um just which one's your favorite effect is really cool the titan i think the titan's really cool Mm, out of the druid cards yeah 
I but, I'm I'm a simple man. The coolest card is cultivation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that card is cool. I I think that'll uh, win a lot of games. Yeah, we need armor up back. <clears throat> I'm happy for. We need free armor up is what we need. Alright, so we've done Hunter, so our next class to move on to is Mage, and... Yes, and Mage I'm super excited for. It looks it looks like Mage will be fun. Uh, the first spell we got is a one-cost rare spell called Discovery of Magic, and it's discover a spell from a spell school you haven't cast this game from any class. Um, so what do you think about it? So this synergizes with your spell school stuff because you're gonna be able to find something from a spell school you haven't cast. Um, uh, I'm just not sure. I feel like we're just gonna need to play with this one because, like, there's so many spells. I'm just not sure. Like, I feel like this is just gonna be have to be a thing that we try out because I'm not sure how often you're gonna get a bunch of stuff that you just don't really want. I feel like, because yeah. with others, it's like, I don't know, though. I guess it's more specific than something like Prismatic Elemental. Prismatic Elemental is just from any other class, or from any class, and we run that. It's also a 1-3 body, but it also reduces it by 1. But this is more specific in the sense where you're going to be making your spell your spell school cards better. So I'm, I think it'll probably be... It's Discover. You're probably going to find one thing you want. It might not line up every time, though. Like, you might... Like, you may not have cast... Like, you play this turn one, maybe, and then you see, like, a Fire of Frost and an Arcane spell, and then you're like, oh, man, I was really hoping to find, like, a Nature or, like, a Shadow... Like, something that Mage doesn't... I don't have in my deck, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah so, exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I want to play with this card, though. I do want to play with this card, so... Me too. Very... It's like, yeah, it's definitely, like, a casino card. But it's it's gonna be fun, and it does synergize very well with the spell school stuff. So I, I think it'll if this spell school stuff is a deck uh, that will definitely be in it. Yes. All right. Um. Next up is Aqua Archivist. Two mana, two two elemental battle cry. The next elemental you play costs two less, and it's a common. Wee wee man. Um. So I don't know, like, I, like are, I get I don't know, like, uh, is I, I I'm gonna sound really dumb asking this, but like, is prismatic elemental an elemental? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, prismatic, but also okay. like I don't know, like we're not really, we're not. I just doing this so we can play a zero mana prismatic elemental. Yeah, that's, that's I don't know. And then like and then the other one that we'll t get to later is uh Unchained Gladiator, uh which is an elemental which is we'll get to later, but it's like a card draw um card minion, but like I don't know. I I don't really think it's that good. I don't think. Like, I don't know. There's like you like uh, there's Neptalon. You can play him for eight. Uh, we're not doing that. There's like Rag. You can play it for six. Like we're not doing that. It's like a Menagerie Mage deck that plays this, so we can play like a free cheap Elemental or like a five cost Band. Like I don't think we're doing that. The, this has like one use case and. Like you said, on Chain Gladiator, or the one use cases like this can set up a three mana Vexilis. Like you couldn't set up yeah. a one mana Vexilis because you would play this, and then you would need another Aqua Archivist, and it would just make your next Aqua Archivist cost zero. <laughs> so that that wouldn't work. But um, 
you reduce it to three. But you know what this and Unchained Gladiator, these are just, these are setup cards. These are, hey, we're sprinkling in a little bit of elemental stuff now so that when we bring in more elemental stuff, either next set or next standard year, like Mage has some stuff to work with. That is what these are. These are not yeah. creating an archetype on their own. Like, for, for sure, sure not. But yeah. I'm excited if Elemental Mage does come back next set, because Elemental Mage, it's fun. It's like, Elemental Mage always felt kind of like you're playing, like, Elementals as if they were spells. Like, you're playing these dudes, and then they're drawing you cards, and, like, adding spells to your hand and stuff. So they're cool. I like Elementals. But these... But... And other fellow elemental enjoyers, you're probably not going to have, like, an elemental deck to play this set. Yeah, I agree with that. So, the next one is a 2-mana, two 2-3 two, mech. It's a common called Chillomatic, and it's a magnetic mech, and its text is freeze any character damaged by this minion. Um, so, uh, yeah, what do you think about this? Mm, I want to hear what you have to say first, and then I want to tell you two words. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, like, if mechs are big in mage, like, this is, I feel like this is, like, pretty good just because it freezes any character. Like, you can freeze face if you're playing something that has, like, um, that is using, like, weapons, uh, um, you know, or even freezing, like, a huge minion uh that like to survive or something like i think it's like all right uh but i just think magnetic is cool i i, I like anything with magnetic so that's my take on it all right you, the two words are mecha shark and then every mm. missile is a freezy missile oh my god um wow yeah that's <laughs> that's huge yeah uh yeah it'll be good It'll be good. Um, mech, uh, I'm not sure. There's not, like, a ton of mechs in this set. I think it's just this in the, in, in the like, more slow-based mech we talked about last time, the Inquisitive Creation. I'm not... I think we're getting some neutral mechs, right? We're getting some neutral mechs. Like, mech mate, we are. We're, oh, yeah, we're getting some good neutral mechs. That's right. Um, uh... Like, Mech Mage will be good at the start of the set, probably, and then maybe it'll fall off, or maybe it won't. Like, I don't know. It, it's gonna see some play. I'm not sure how long it'll stick around, but this is good. This is a good card. Yeah, for sure. Uh, is it? Mm, yeah, my turn. So next up is Molten Rune. This is a three-mana common Forge Fire spell, and it's deal three damage, get a random spell. Forge, and this casts twice, so it would deal six damage, and you would get two random spells. Wee wee, man. Um, I think this is a cool card. Uh, I think this could uh, act as, like, a really cool um, finisher, potentially, uh, with a card we'll talk about later, uh, Sif. Um, if you get a lot of spell damage, and then, um, like me and Private Merc were talking about earlier, like, if you can get your spell damage on Sif to, like, plus four, um, then you're doing 14 damage, if, if you forge this, you're doing, um, four, or you're doing 14 damage and getting two random spells. Do we have spell so reduction I, I in Mage? Like, do we have a way to, like, um, mm -hmm. reduce spells in our hand? Another yeah. thing we could possibly do is Sif, a <laughs> reduced Vexilis, and oh, Arcane Bolt, but that also seems kind of, like, not realistic. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it doesn't look like we have, like, really spell reduction. I'm looking, I'm looking, but I don't really see spell reduction in Mage. Oh, I think we have friggin' Lady Najjar can reduce the cost of spells in our hand by one if we cast her in her arcane form. Oh, uh, we have DJ Mana Storm to set the cost of all spells in our hand to zero. That's true, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much we're DJ Mana Storm in the. We can just DJ Mana Storm and then Pyroblast them, and that's not good, so I don't see why DJ Mana Storm into Sif would be. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. And you're right. And the fact. I didn't actually think about that, where since it casts twice, it, it would deal 7 7, and that's only with 4, and that's just what the mage has. You discover, like, oh, some others. And, like, also, we have Sumwell, and then you discover some other ones, like, Fell from Discovery of Magic. You could, like, you could go crazy. So. Yeah. Um, the full. I, mean, I feel like it would be like a like a con like or not a control, but like just like a deck where you're, I don't know. I feel like it would play very different every game with all the discovery you can do, and especially if discovery of magic is ran, like it would just be like you you're kind of just playing each game differently based on your matchup. matchup based, like yeah, you're always doing like damage to their face, and then this could always be like a great turn nine finisher with Sif. I don't want to get burned, off. though. I don't want to get burned, because, like, this stuff all looks really, really fun, but the last set that looked most similar to this type of stuff was Casino Mage, and all of that stuff is hot garbage. Like, because mm. let's be yeah. honest, deal three damage, get a random spell. You're using Molten Ruin, might as well say deal three damage, forge this cast twice. Like, if we're using it the way you said with Sif, like, the get a random spell, and also get a random spell is the worst possible text for adding a spell to your hand it is not get a you have no it's any spell in the game and there are, i there like come on and think about like a sunwell you've cast and like you add like seven or so spells to your hand six or seven how many of those are you happy to see like two right. like two maybe sometimes like none sometimes literally none yeah so like sometimes that, i'd cast sunwell and i'm like wow so get a <laughs> so get a random fun. spell that is worth noting that that is like that's pretty bad. Like, yeah, it's very, uh, yeah, just like Discovery of Magic. Like, it could be really good, or it could be, like, just a waste of a, or not a waste of a turn. I guess you're doing the damage. Like, I feel like, I mean, like, you would, yeah, like you said, like, it might as well just be, like, deal three damage, just cast twice. Like, it I makes mean, it better that it's get a random spell, because it has other right. words on it. it. But it's, like, way worse than Discovery of Magic in that sense, because Discovery of Magic pushes forward that spell school plan. Like, mm -hmm. like, all right. And I mean, maybe this will push forward your spell school stuff, but it's just hard telling. You would have to play it early to push forward the spell school stuff. You'd have to get lucky to get a spell school you haven't cast it already. And if you're playing it yeah. early, that means you're not like, like, what are you doing? You using it as removal? Like, are you going face for for three? Or I guess you forged it. Maybe you're going face for six. I'm not sure. Right. All right. Next up, we did inquisitive creation last time. So yes. So, is it my turn? Yes. So, uh, our next card is uh, the one we mentioned earlier, Unchained Gladiator. It's a 4-mana four 4-4 four, four elemental with Battle Cry. Draw a card, repeat for each elemental you played last turn. So, same with uh, Aqua Ar Archivist. Uh, I just like, it's like, like how we talked about, like, if elementals, if, like, an elemental mage is good, like, I feel like um, this, you know, would be... Um, decent but yeah what do you think yeah um draw a card for each elemental you played last turn 
Like, it's stats, 4 mana, 4-4, four, four, not great. Uh, you'd have to draw, like, I don't know, like, two cards, probably, to be, like, happy about it. Like, if you're drawing one, you're probably not, like, we're just gonna have to see, like, next set, right? Like, baseline, I feel yeah. like you're okay. You're, like, feeling good if this draws at least two cards, though, for just, like, the point of discussion. Like, I don't think you're playing an elemental deck where you play this and then get one, you draw one card. Like, I don't... Seems not yeah. seems not quite that good. Um, next up, we've got... Or anything else you want to say about our sad little lonely elemental? Nah... Alright, next up we got Wisdom of Norganon. Five mana, epic mage, arcane spell. Draw two cards, cost one less for each different spell school you've cast this game. So mage has... Mage does have... Four. Shadow, fire, frost, arcane. And the shadow is reverberations, which we are fine with playing. And I think they might also have... Is that one secret shadow where they're coming out of the mirror and getting them? That one might be shadow too. Um, no, that one's not. But, uh, yeah, so we got four, and then we got Sunwell, maybe we run Sunwell, maybe we don't. Uh, point I'm trying to make is, like, this is, by, like, turn four or five or so, like, this is gonna be costing one or two mana, probably, so. Yeah, uh, so I think it's good. I think it's pretty I mean, good. I think for the other cards we, we're seeing that are, uh, spell school-based, like, this is really good support for that archetype. Yeah, I think I think it's good. I think it's good, and it gives me uh, this is this does for spell school mage what refreshing spring water does for toxic mage. Not <laughs> actually, refreshing spring water is so much better than this, but <laughs> uh, it like reminds me of that a little bit. All right, what's our next card? So the next card is uh, Sif. It's a six mana four six legendary minion. Uh, spell damage plus one, and then it's improved by each spell school you've cast this game. So every spell school you cast, you're going to get uh, one extra spell damage. Um, and I think this card is sick. I, I, I like it a lot. So what do you think? I think it's good, too. I think, like, like with other stuff you've discovered, like, there's the five that Mage inherently has access to. And then what do we have? We have, like, Nature. We have uh, Fell. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. Nature fell, and then the five mage has access to, and in uh, shadow, fire, frost, arcane, uh, and holy. Um, I'm not sure if there is any others. So what is that? That's uh, seven. Seven. You could like you can get this very large, especially if you save your discoveries of magic to confirm that you will get like. Uh, you know, like, Fells or, uh, uh, the other one that, like, Mage yeah. doesn't have access to, so. It's just a really good payoff card for, um, for the Spell School stuff, and it's, it's, it's got a pretty reasonable cost, too. Like, I mean, I, 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 you can play Bolts, uh, uh, after playing this, like, on, like, turn 10, like, you play four Bolts. I do want, um, I do question why we would run this over Vexilus if we're doing the Arcane Bolts. Yeah, I feel like we would keep Vexilus and maybe drop uh, Eggwin, but Eggwin's also really good, so I don't know, but... I'm just, I yeah, know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if we need it if we're doing just the Arcane Bolt thing, because, like, Vexilus is one mana cheaper, and Sif makes us go out of our way. I guess we're not really going out of our way to do the 
I don't know. Like, is, is regular Burn Mage... I guess regular Burn Mage is running... Yeah, I guess regular Burn Mage already runs an Arcane, a Frost, and a Fire. Like, you do just run mm-hmm. those. So, yeah. uh... That would already put her at what? That would put her at plus three spell damage. And then your Bolts would be dealing six. So she would be... Uh, a one mana more she'd just be vexless but one mana more expensive she'd be doing the exact same thing making your bolt six when vexless makes them six so uh like that makes me not think she's great for the arcane bolt strategy but i don't know what do you think yeah i mean i, I definitely think uh vexless is probably better than sif for uh going the arcane bolt route but um if you're just if you're trying to just go like straight spell school, this I think it's a uh, pretty good payoff. Um, like I know I've, I've I, I I keep like just like daydreaming about playing Molten Rune after this with like plus five spell damage, yeah. just doing a bunch of damage because I, I don't know it seems cool. But you're a big mage dreamer. Are you also dreaming about dealing twenty damage with Progenitor's power off Norganon? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just love I love burn. I want to see it. I want to see the the spell school stuff work. In it's like just a burn it's just fashion. red deck. Just red deck wins. Not actually, yeah. but it is just damage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our last card is elemental inspiration. Seven mana, four five, epic spell. Summon a four five vortex with a random bonus effect for each spell school you've cast this game, and they are the bonus effects. You know, we got divine shield, taunt. Rush, Wind Fury, Stealth, Poisonous, Life Steal, and Reborn. Um, it's like a interest. It's like a. It's like a band. Yeah, it's like the band. It's the band. It's a. It's a band. It's it's a freaking like five, six, four, five, six, seven, four, five bands. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's good. And it's seven mana, same cost. So, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think. Uh, I think this is a another good card. Like. It sucks. I mean, yeah, it sucks that we couldn't like really like reduce this very much. But uh, um, even playing this on seven after you've played a bunch of spell school stuff, like if you could get Wind Fury and Stealth, um, then that could set you up for a pretty big swing on your next turn. Uh, so I think it's I think it's pretty good. Um, I feel like you would probably run this in the spell school. Well, the deck. Wind Fury and Stealth would be on two separate each. Four or five at summons has one keyword. The random bonus. Oh, so you summon a four or five for each spell school, and then that yeah. So you, no, you oh, make okay. you're making like five four fives. Okay, I thought it was making one with, and then okay. No, no, it's way better. So not than you quite thought, like amalgamated. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're making a giant board. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I feel like you would definitely run this because it's a big payoff for your spell school. Uh, playing all the spells, uh, different spells. Yeah, this is like your board-based route. You can go board-based and, like, try and get them, and then if that doesn't work, you can do, like, some Sif stuff, maybe. I think it's, like, it seems, like, somewhat optimistic. Like, I hope, I hope it works. It, like, seems, I'm not sure. I'm not, we'll just have to see. It seems, like, a little slow. It seems like a lot of the stuff we're doing is a bit, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not looking at enough standard cards, but most of this stuff is value-based. Yeah. So, like, Molten Rune and Discovery of Magic and Wisdom of Norganon's Cycle. So we need, like, spells that are, like, actively doing stuff to the board from, like, the core set. So, we'll, we'll have to see. Alright, that's the Mage class. Um, Paladin time. 
So our first Paladin card is a one mana one three mech. It's X twenty one repair bot, and its death rattle is return any mechs magnetized to this to your hand. What uh, do you think? Yeah, believe it or not, one mana one three Paladin minions uh, with good text are probably going to be good on turn one. So. Yeah, I see this, and I'm like, they want Mech Paladin to be a thing. It's literally always... That's been a rule in Hearthstone for, like, five or... Like, it's been a rule for so long where, like, Hearthstone is like, hmm, we want one... We want Archetype to work, and it's like, give Archetype one mana, one three with text that says Archetype, and it's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, you just... We talked about Noble Minibot last episode. Turn one, play that. Play this turn two, magnetize noble mini bot, hit him with a hit him with a three six that buffs a thing in your hand by one one. Like like yeah, there you go. Like I I think it's gonna be good. So Yeah, I think so too. And there's lots of like neutral mechs. You can get some one mana neutral mechs. Like uh there's the one mana spark bots you can add from the neutral set. There's some other like more expensive ones. Maybe you could do a more value based approach with some of the like late game payoff mechs. There's like a seven mana neutral one. It's a 6-6, six, six, and when it dies, it summons a random 8-cost minion. Like, maybe you go value-based, and you magnetize this, and then it goes back. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot... I think this is a, this is a good card for Mech Paladin. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, if you're dumping your hand in a kind of, like, aggro Mech Paladin thing, like, you, you will get the stuff back if you're, like, magnetizing um, stuff to that. So, I mean, it'll, like, put stuff back in your hand, which is nice, because I feel like in that kind of archetype, you probably... There might be many scenarios where you'll like empty your hand, so so yeah, I think I think it'll be good. Nice. So our next card is Inventor's Aura. So before I talk about Inventor's Aura, actually, there's they added two new cards to the core set. And if we man, they're actually playable right now. Did you know about this? Uh, no, I did not. So they added two new cards. There's just a thing that Paladin's getting now called Auras. And they're like, remember the locations from that one set that came out that you'd equip them and it'd be like last three turns, like Wild Paul Caverns. Uh, yeah. You, you remember Wild Paul Caverns, four mm -hmm. mana, and yeah. Yeah, get your three fours. That's what these are. They're like locations, but they felt bad because they, you know how Paladin used to have secrets? Mm -hmm. Just like Rogue and Paladin and Mage and Hunter. They, they just took away secrets from Paladin. They were like, we don't want this anymore. Because they were bringing back like the two mana uh, for Secret Rogue. That was one of the reasons. They didn't want Hanar to be able to keep finding one-cost spell secrets and just chaining secrets. So they got rid of it, and they were like, we feel bad. We're coming out with auras. So they added two to the core set right now. The first one, Resistance Aura, is a two mana common holy spell. And it's, your opponent's spells all cost one more, and this lasts for three turns. So it's a cult neophyte that lasts for three turns. Pretty annoying. And we have Crusader's yeah. Aura, four mana epic, holy aura. Whenever a friendly minion attacks, give it plus two, plus one, lasts for three turns. This is good, right? Like, I mean... What? Yeah. Yeah, so... You seem very enthusiastic about this, so... Uh... <laughs> Next up, we have... Uh, so those are the auras. It's the new thing Paladin's got for the core set. So the one, the new one that they're getting that you can't play with right now, because you can play with those other ones right now, is Inventor, Inventor's Aura. Two mana, holy spell. Your mechs cost one less, lasts for two turns. Wee wee, man. 
Uh, I mean, I would play this in my mech deck. Uh, I, I, I've never played mech paladin, uh, but I feel like a card that says your mechs cost one less and it lasts for two turns for two mana is pretty strong. What do you think? I don't know. So I don't know if you really want to play this. This is like taking up a card in your deck. So this is one card in your hand that's not a mech. Like this, you can't. You don't really just want to play this on turn two because that's one of the turns. Unless you have one cost mechs in your hand, you're passing turn two and your aggressive mech deck. So you can play this later to chain a bunch of mechs and magnetize a bunch of stuff. But that like. If they don't have silence, I guess. Like, it's definitely not crazy. It's like not. It's two mana. Don't affect your board and like your mech paladin. It's so like even though it may seem alluring, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It it would be nice if you were able to play other mechs on top of like. The X twenty one repair bot, um, but I, I don't like even looking at some of the neutral mechs. They're all, like, there's the one the one cost drone deconstructor, and but that's, I mean, not the, uh, something you can magnetize to your X twenty one right away. And I feel like you'd want to. Like, well, you could. Oh, the the drone deconstructor would be really good actually. Because you'd play the aura on turn two, and then you'd play a zero mana drone deconstructor, and then you'd play a zero mana magnetic spark bot with a keyword on it, and you could magnetize that to your zero mana one three if you have the one three. That would be good. Mm, okay. But still, that's very specific set of three cards. So on turn two, so. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. I I always just see like uh mana reduction and i feel like it's always going to be good but you do make a good point so i just don't understand why it lasts two turns those other two auras i just told us about those both last three turns like why is this the one that really wants to like like you since you can't this is the one that like you can't play dudes the turn you play it so unless they cost one mana so like you really want this one to last for three turns but this is the only one that only lasts two turns so i don't know I guess they probably yeah. tried it with three turns and were like, yeah, mech paladin players can't, th their hand's just always gone on turn five. Like, maybe that's just what was happening, and it probably was, because you probably just run 26 mechs and two of these and two radar detectors, so, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see, but yeah, maybe it won't be that good. Right. Um, but our, ne our next card is uh, a two-mana, two-three mech, er... We didn't cover this one. We did, we did. He, okay, I was going to say, he looked familiar to me. Um, so, our next card is a 4-mana 3-3 three, three, uh, called Astral Serpent. It's a common dragon, and its text is, At the end of your turn, if you didn't attack, draw two cards. What do you What do you think about this guy? I mean, it's 4-mana 3-3... Three, three. This is essentially 4-mana 3-3 three, three battle cry draw two cards. Because this is never attacking the turn you're playing this. I th like, I think we'd play 4-mana 3-3 three, three battle, cry, draw two cards. And then it has the added benefit of, like, if this doesn't die, like, on their turn, you can choose, like, eh, I don't really want to deal three damage, I want to draw two more cards. Like, I think... 
Its body seems good weak, like a, but I think it's good. It's good in a control, slow paladin. Yeah, in a slow paladin for sure. Like with uh, maybe some other dragons. Seems like we're getting lots of slow support tools though for like a for a dude pa for the stone the earthen paladin. So yeah, seems so yeah, seem, good. Seems decent. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Judge Unworthy, four mana epic, or, or did you have anything else you wanted to say about it? No. Four mana epic spell, Judge Unworthy. Set an enemy minion's health to one, then deal one damage to all enemies. Wee wee, man. Um, I think this is pretty good. Uh, because it's, it's just a, uh, board clear, pretty much, uh. Unless, like... I mean, it's definitely not... A, it's single target. Like, it's a single target removal. It's not a board clue. Oh, sh I... Yeah. Set in, in enemies, minions, health to one. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you're... You're removing one thing and then dealing one to everything else. So maybe... I don't know. Maybe not that good, then. Um, for four mana. Like, I guess that's nice. You get to remove one thing. Maybe if whatever deck you're playing against has one big dude and a bunch of like one health things then it's big but like it's also four mana it's but good I don't against know, like if you're playing Strider, a rancher stuff like it's good against yeah. like one it's good against like outcast demon hunter like but mm -hmm. it's not good against uh like enrage warrior <laughs> like it's like it's, it's it's got its uses four mana is expensive for this kind of effect but this does like this does do both like, most Control Paladin before has had to be like, first, I will play this card that sets all your dudes to one health, and then I will play this card that deals two damage to all of your dudes. Like, it's nice that this does both in a single card, albeit for, like, a pretty high cost. Yeah. That's the only thing that, like, because, I mean, it's nice that you could remove any very large minion with this, um... But, and, and, yeah, it's very good against, like, Demon Hunter, like, uh, aggro, like, Demon Hunter type stuff, but other than that, it's, um, it's mediocre, I kind of take back what I said, I, I kind of misinterpreted this card, initially, I must say. Yeah, yeah, so, I, I mean, yeah. I think it's, I do think it's, I think we'll run it in our control paladin, probably. Yeah, we'll definitely try it. Oh, um, next up we got, or it's your turn. Yeah, so the next card is a 4-mana 3-2 called Stoneheart King. It's a rare minion, and its death rattle is summon a 2-2 two -two earthen that gains plus 2, plus 2 for each other earthen you've summoned this game. What do you think? Yeah, um... I mean, I think we gotta also talk about Disciple of Amethyst. And, like, I guess we don't have to. We don't have to. Basically, the Earthens, yeah. Summon a 2-2 two -two Earthen that gains plus 2, plus 2 for every other Earthen you summon this game. I mean, yeah, it's good. Like, if the Earth, we're going to run the whole Earthen package. Like, 4-mana 3-2's bad stats. 4-mana 3-2, Death Rattle, Summon a 2-2. Two -two is... Fine. But then, the fact that every Earthen... Like, these are going to be getting big. You run two of these, you run two Disciple of Amethyst, and then... Like, you have Resurrection, you have Resurrect, uh, this is, like, your three attack dude for your tier. Like, we didn't have, just having trouble finding three attack dudes. Or no, I might have been having trouble finding two attack dudes, I don't remember now. But, this is good. Um, works well with the Resurrect stuff because it has a death rattle, so. And, is it, so, I guess let's move into, that's, I don't really have anything else to say about Stone Art King, but moving into tiers. Tears, tears. <laughs> uh, like, 
Or go ahead and say what this card is, and then I'll ask my question. Uh, five mana forge, uh, rare holy spell. Resurrect three different paladin minions and set their stats all to two two, and then forge resurrect uh, four and make it four different paladin minions. Um, since it's since it's different, it's not gonna hit. Like you can't hit four earthen, <laughs> but you can like if you haven't played that many minions, you can definitely hit an earthen and hit a Stoneheart King and hit a Astral Serpent and hit a Disciple of Amethyst. Like all of these cards, like there's a lot of good cards to hit with this or or resurrect your Titan. Like so, uh, but the thing. So my question, it says set their stats to two two. So. If you if you resurrect uh, Earthen, like oh yeah, it, the Earthen reads after that does that, and then the okay. Earthen reads itself. Cause uh, yeah, okay. Cause I was gonna say if it like just sets your Earthen to two two, like aside from like it supposed like su like if it's supposed to get a buff, I was gonna say that's pretty trash. But if <laughs> if it still gets its buff after that, then yeah, that's fine. I think that's I think it's pretty good good for the earthen uh strategy um so yeah and then uh our next card is a six mana four six epic minion disciple of amethyst and its text is at the end of your turn summon a two two earthen that gains plus two plus two for each other earthen you've summoned this game um what do you think yeah it's good I mean, it's good with Tears Tears. It's good. Like, if it survives more than one turn, you could keep making more and more then. So, like, that's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, yet again, just just good support for that. All I'd these, say. yeah, these Paladin cards are, Paladin's looking pretty good. <laughs> Definitely. <clears throat> I like that it's something different, too. Uh, something different than what we've been seeing. Because the mech stuff, like, we've had mech Paladin, like, recently. That's something it looks like they're trying to push a little bit um, with this set, but I mean to be honest, we can probably pretty fresh. To be honest, we can probably just like slot <laughs> like if some some of the best cards from this into pure paladin and just play pure paladin. Like that's what's gonna God. happen. That's I mean it's what's gonna <laughs> yeah. it's what's gonna happen. Like paladin decks, as long as we have like good pure stuff, like you don't unless paladin like has a really good reason to run neutral stuff. Like, I guess the mech paladin does with, like, drone deconstructor and stuff, but, I mean, in general, there's no neutrals that paladin, like, desperately wants. We can probably just always be considering paladin decks to, like, throw 30 paladin guards together. Until we see, yeah. like, until we see otherwise, until, like, something happens. Because thing like, the game changes. I'm not saying it won't happen, but... Yeah, and I mean, if, if mechs are good, then that'll be something that isn't pure, I guess. But if you're not doing... Like no pure mech, mech paladin type strategy. Yeah, pure mech paladin. Yes. <laughs> all right, that's all for paladin. Then we just said pure mech paladin. We're out of here. Let's, let's... <laughs> We're done. <laughs> yes. Oh okay, so now we get shaman. Now we yes. Get... Yes. All right. My turn. It's... Uh, yes. Lightning reflexes. One mana nature spell. Discover a nature spell. If you play it this turn, discover another. Uh, I think I think that's pretty pretty solid. Yes. I mean, it's it's one mana. It's it, it's cheap. Yeah. Nature spell. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I think it's good. Yeah. Sounds like you think it's good. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's Instructor Fireheart. Do you remember Instructor Fireheart? 
The three mana, mm. three, three, shaman, legendary. Discover a shaman spell that costs... Battlecry, discover a shaman spell that costs one or more. And then, uh, if you play it this turn, discover another one. And it keeps going. It's from the Scalomance set. Mm. Yeah, no, I remember seeing that. I don't think I ever played with it, but... Yes, yeah. that was literally one of my favorite cards to play. And just, like, chain a bunch of nature spells. And now we have, like, some mana reduction shenanigans in, like shaman so i don't know like i think this is gonna this is gonna be so fun like and yeah, yeah i'm excited it Very. looks like shaman's like finally gonna have like some interesting stuff because it seems like for a while like it's been like totem like they've they've tried to get like uh um evolve shaman which evolved shaman it seems like is like in and out kind of and then we had that like super toxic evolve shaman where you could just evolve into what were you? What we were, what, 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 we're, we're playing. We're playing magic at the coffee shop, and I just like I leaned over to Wee Wee Man. And I was like, "Hey, Wee Wee Man." He's like, "What's up?" And I just like showed him my phone, and I just had a twelve twelve Deathwing on turn two, and my opponent <laughs> just hovered over it, and then can see it, and he was like, "You were like, what is that?" <laughs> was, yeah, that was so toxic. I was like, "That's the coin," and then turn one on the coin, you play schooling, and then turn two, you have enough cards in your hand, you can play the null for one, and then coin out the muck pool or no what was it or what was it it might have been you might have needed both schoolings i think i might have needed both schoolings and then you have 10 in hand and then you can play a one mana null and then coin out the muck pools and even if you're not doing it that early like you you could just do that like too early no matter what like even if you're doing that on, like turn five like it's still gross <laughs> it's god it's evolve shaman is like always riding the roller coaster of like oh it's just not good enough or even if it's like fine people aren't that interested because it's just fine or like 12 12 on turn two yeah, so yeah, that's the beauty of Evolve. So, yeah, I'm so excited to play this and all the Shaman cards, so. Heck yeah. So, our next card is a 2-mana two 2-3 two, Disciple of Golgoneth. Uh, it's a common minion, and its text is, At the end of your turn, reduce the cost of a random overload card in your hand by 1. And what do you think of this? Yes, card? this increases the odds that... Uh, my signature Enza, the Overload Shaman Legendary, will be viable. So, that makes me happy. It makes, oh, like, yeah, and this is good. Like, they don't want to let this stick. You're just going to be reducing Overload cards for days because you're going to run this in an Overload deck. We didn't get, like, a ton of Overload support in this set, just to turn the tides, which we'll talk about. But that being said, like, we have a lot of Overload stuff in core. So, I... I think we'll make it work. This is... I, I mean, I hope we'll make it work. We got so much overload support this set. Like... Yeah, I mean, being able to reduce all your... Or reduce the cost of an overload card, I mean... You know I like my mana reduction. The Titan, too. We have the Titan, the ability that draws three overload cards. Like, um. Yeah. Alright, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to play that one. Uh, do you have Yeah, a, I think it's good. You think it's good? Um, Flash of Lightning, two mana epic nature spell, draw a card, next turn, all your nature spells cost one less. That seems, that seems pretty gross. Mm-hmm. You know what's a nature spell? I'm, I'm looking right now, I'm typing nature No, spell. You, you're not allowed to look, you gotta guess. 
No, you know I'm you know I'm bad at that. It's <laughs> it's, it's bioluminescence. That's a nature spell. Oh, and, bioluminescence. And you know your what what makes bioluminescence better? Bioluminescence caustic less mana so you can spend more mana on cards that say deal damage <laughs> oh my god that that makes me happy because i i still think bioluminescence is like the coolest card ever and uh when it came out in uh sunken city i was like i was we were me and private merc were playing a bunch of things uh i thought the coolest thing ever was when uh you would uh play Bran and with the have school a teacher and then like yeah, you, you the first time I did it and I just dealt like I cast like 227 damage lightning bolts and you were some something like stupid and you were yeah. like you were like actually what was that you were like what? <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cool and then ever since then I was like trying to do it myself but it's actually it was like so hard to do <laughs> and I, ever, ever since then I was just like I really want bioluminescence to be like playable like I want to be the the or the um well the art for it is really cool but the, mm, the animation, animation oh, is so cool yeah bio, that card is good that card is yeah. cool I like bio yeah so this this makes bio better make you make your bio cheat you make lightning bolts and everything costs zero so yeah. Um, Heck yeah. yeah. So wait, is, my, is it my turn? Oh yeah, it's my turn again. So now we have a 3 mana, 3-4 three, minion. It's a legendary Thorim Stormlord. Uh, it's a battle cry minion, and its battle cry effect is unlock your overloaded mana crystals, draw that many cards. And I think this is pretty busted. What about you? Yeah, I mean... You're unlocking your mana crystals and you're drawing cards. Probably, like, two, two, two cards on average, I'd guess. Like, you're probably wanting to play this, but or maybe maybe you just dump your whole hand of overload stuff and then draw, like, a ton, too. It could be that kind of situation. It's kind of like Glaivetar, right? Like, you either, you can, like, you're, you're like, kind of fine with just unlocking, like, two and drawing two cards or maybe even one. You probably don't want to do that, though. Like, maybe if you need them extra... I don't know. I don't know why you do that. I mean, you might. You might. But, like, you can just make this crazy. So, yeah, I think this is this is another yeah. card that makes me excited. And it's... A, and like we said before, like, a 3-mana, three 3-4, three, like, those are uh, pretty, like, decent stats. Like, uh, like, at that point, it's just looking at the text, and that text seems really good to me. Yeah, that text is good. <laughs> Um, next up we got Turn the Tides, 3-mana common nature spell. Uh, uh, give your hero plus 3 attack this turn, summon a 3-3 elemental with rush, overload 1. What are your thoughts? I think this is a great overload card, um, to have. I mean, to have 3-mana, uh, and then summoning a 3-3 rush, I mean, that seems good to me. What about you? Yeah, we don't mind this. We can go face with this. If we're playing, like, a slower deck, we can trade with this. Um, we can cast Flash of Lightning to make our nature spells cost one less next turn, and then play this twice to give our hero plus six attack, and then a, and then play or have a Horn of the Windlord equipped, and then now you're pure Paladin and you're dealing 18, because that's a Shaman and Paladin card. So, I mean, uh, yeah. It's it's honestly that's probably its best use case is as the horn of the windlord enabler to 
because now it, yeah. it wasn't enough in Paladin. Now Shaman's got to got to deal eighteen face too. So yes, uh, yeah. But it's also just good in general. Removal and a three three rush is just good. Uh, yep. So for sure. Um, so yeah, the next card we got is a four mana three five minion champion of the uh, champion of storms. It's a epic uh, elemental. And it's Texas. After you cast a nature spell, summon a 4-2 elemental. And it has forge, too. And it's forge is uh, give that 4-2 elemental rush. So what do you think? Um, what do I think? Hmm. I think that they printed a 4-mana 3-5 and Demon Hunter that said after you draw a card, make a 1-1 with Rush. And then they printed a 4-mana 3-5 and Shaman that says after you cast a Nature spell, summon a 4-2. That's, that's <laughs> what I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. No, it's, it's, I think it's good. It's just good, uh, good removal tool. Um... Or you know, you really you really want to forge it if it's a removal. You do want to forge it, which is unfortunate, yeah. but you do. Yeah, but it's it's a good effect, and uh, its body is is good. Uh, three five for four, I feel like isn't bad. So that's uh, okay. It's not good. Like four mana four five is the standard, and that's the twenty like sixteen standard. Okay. Because that's chill, them are chill and yeti stats. <laughs> um, Alright. Uh, next up we got Tempest Hammer. Four mana, one, three rare weapon. After your hero attacks, deal three damage to the lowest health enemy. Wee wee man. Um. Seems. I don't know. Uh, it's like, again, like another removal tool. Uh, so. So I don't know. Uh, like, I, I I'm having trouble like picturing like where this would go in a deck. Like seeing all these other cards. Like I don't I don't know. Like I I guess it's good. Uh, it seems a little expensive, I guess. But you're also dealing three damage to the lowest health enemy three times. So I don't know. Maybe it's not too expensive. What do you think? Yeah, you can like redirect like 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 maybe you're playing against like a I don't know. If someone has like a 1-1 one, one and a 2-3 out and then you tr you kill the 1-1 one, one with this and then this the lightning hits the 2-3 and you like get a 2 for 1 deal, you know. Or like you yeah. you can hit something that has 4 life and make sure like that that dies. It could be like a I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty good. It's like you're not gonna be able to just like send this face though. Like if you want to, like you're gonna accept that this is like a control tool. Like it can go face if they have no board, and then nine day like twelve damage face is really good. But for uh, I want to I lethal with this. They just have to have no board is the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What's our next? Card? Um. So our next card is a five mana nature spell, crash of thunder. It's a common. It's uh. Deal three damage to all enemies. Costs one less for each nature spell you've cast this turn. And, uh... I mean, I think if we're going, like, the control... Or, like, if we're going, like, a slower shaman deck, like, this is gonna be really good. Like, a slower deck that runs a bunch of nature spells, like, I think that's really good. Because you could just deal three damage to all enemies for 
like potentially zero depending on when you play this i am literally so excited to the lightning reflexes dude i am so i love instructor fireheart i cannot wait to light to have my like play like maybe i double flash of lightning maybe i'm just crazy like that and all in turn my next nature spells cost two less and then i keep lightning reflexes and i keep high rolling and i keep finding zero mana crashes of thunder like can you imagine? My god, yeah. Like, doesn't that just sound incredible? No, it does. <laughs> and even if it's not and if it's not a Crash of Thunder, oh, okay, fine. It's a zero mana lightning bolt. Oh, okay, that's fine. It's like, because Flash of Lightning is next turn, all your nature spells cost one less. The lightning reflexes are free, and as long as you're hitting a one mana, like, that's, like, kind of asking a lot. You do have to be hitting. There's a lot of nature spells. But, like, there's also, there's, like, kind of... A lot of one mana nature spells. Or there's not actually. There's not. Let's see. We got lightning reflexes. Can you find lightning reflexes off this? Probably not. I don't know. I guess you might. You would need to play like two. I don't know. It, like it could be crazy. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> so when you, we might have already like went over this, but like with with lightning reflexes, when you're discovering a nature spell. Are you are you discovering like a nature spell from any class or is it always shaman? It's always shaman, cause it okay. doesn't say it's not. Okay. That's just like confusing to me, cause like in the case of like get a random spell, like we see we saw in mage, it's like any any like it's it's like any spell, but it doesn't like specify that it's mage only. It doesn't, and it also doesn't specify that it's from any class, but. But it's. I think it's because it's discover. I, I think discover, unless it specifies, is always your pool specifically. Okay. Because like prismatic elemental specifically says discover a, a spell from any class. Like that one there tells you. He's like, hey man. Like. Okay. All right. Our last shaman card is Thorge. Oh my gosh. I'm normally good at the names, but what the heck? <laughs> Thorgeneer Drake. And this is a 7-mana 6-6 six, six dragon with Rush, and whenever this attacks, it literally makes its babies attack first. Summon two three one whelps to attack the target first. Like, it just literally lets its babies die. Like, yeah. it's just crazy like that. Um, what do you think? Um, I mean, it's kind of like how I felt with the Tempest Hammer. Like, I, I, uh... Like, I don't know, I guess, like, in a slower deck, like, yeah, this is, like, a, another good removal tool. It seems like they have so much, like, removal. Like, they have so much... Like, I feel like Shaman's not gonna have a problem dealing with, like, boards. Like, I feel like they're gonna be able to, like, be clearing stuff pretty often with, like, Crash of Thunder for the earlier boards. And then... We also have Lightning have Storm. This. I don't know how we're dealing with, like, insanely big boards. I don't know how yeah. we're dealing with, like, Relic Demon Hunter boards. Right, it's like it's like you're gonna be good against anything that's just going quick, especially with Crash of Thunder and uh, Lightning Storm and stuff. But um, I am so excited to play yeah. Shaman. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe by the point like most decks are getting their really big stuff out, unless it's like a big Demon Hunter where they're cheating it out really early. Like it'll probably be bad against something like that because. Uh, at that point, you just don't really have the tools to deal with that, and like at that that early on in the game. Yeah. But I mean, any other deck that's playing their big stuff later on, I feel like this deck will want to be winning before that, anyways, just by burning their opponent down. So, 
So it'll be interesting, I feel like. Yes, I'm excited. Like, literally almost all of these cards get me hype. I'm like not, yeah. I'm like not super hype about Champion of Storms, or like, even, like, even Tempest Hammer. Like, I bet that animation's gonna be cool. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I'm, yeah, no, like, all of these get me excited. This is probably, this is gonna be the class I think I'm gonna want to be playing day one. Alright, mm -hmm. next up. Warlock. Warlock. Alright, so our first Warlock card is a one-mana spell. It's a epic called Chaotic Consumption, and it is destroy a friendly minion to destroy... Yeah, destroy a friendly minion to destroy an enemy minion. Oh, uh, it's like... It's good, I think. It's like... I don't know. I think it's, like, fine. It's one mana. You could kill, like, something small or kill something maybe of a death rattle you want to trigger. And then single target removal, destroy, pick something of theirs to destroy. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think, like, in um, one of the decks, like, that we've been seeing with Warlock, like, uh, like a Chad Warlock where you're playing... Um, the death rattle guys to like cheat out your big demons like that would be strong there um but other than that i don't know like i mean i don't know maybe you're like killing a tour guide um or something else to kill something but i mean i feel like with the kind of archetype that we've been seeing with warlock i feel like it'll it'll be a perfectly fine removal tool and definitely has a great cost too to be able to destroy anything yeah i like it Heck yeah. Alright, next up we got Monstrous Form. It's a one-mana common shadow spell. Give a friendly minion plus three plus three until your next turn. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't, like, really get me uh, excited. It's like, uh, it's fine. Like, you, you can buff something for a swing turn. Uh to get three more damage into face or maybe like help you kill that big minion that's in your way or something i don't know like it, it, it's fine it, definitely nothing like exciting though it's just titanic growth right and like titanic growth the magic card doesn't get me super excited it's like oh boy right <laughs> yeah making this thing big for my turn and then not anymore like i guess like you said with trading like that's probably its best case here like you're a super board based deck and you use this to like value trade, and then your thing like if you had like a seven seven, you make your you make your four four seven seven, and then you trade into like a four four, then your it goes to a seven three, and then it goes back to a three three like or yeah. Wait, so it wouldn't if you like if you buffed something and um like say you trade or you hit something to like clear it and like it put it at like two health after your next turn would it just like die because it would go below zero health is that how it would work no it stays at two okay so yeah i mean i think that's like it's all right yeah like, i like yeah. it I think it's after seeing all those exciting shaman cards, it doesn't really. After seeing all those exciting you know, shaman cards, then you see Titanic growth, and you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like this is literally in those Garrick Planeswalker decks. Like, all right. Um, 
My yeah, my turn. Uh, so next card we have is a two mana two two common, Thornvale Tentacle, and it's a life steal minion, and its battle cries deal two damage to a random enemy minion. Um, so this is just uh, I don't know. I I don't know how to feel about this card. It's it's just like another card that I don't. Pack filler common should have been neutral. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like it, it doesn't really feel like it does anything specific for the class um, to like form an archetype of any Like, you want to be so. hero powering on turn two if you're a deck that really wants healing. Like, I don't know, this is like this is like that three cost, that two cost lifesteal spell that deals three, but like instead you deal yeah. two and you get a two two body. But like, if you're playing this on two, you're like, you're probably at 30 life. Like, you're probably... Yeah. So, I don't know. Alright. So, we already covered Forge of Wills, but I wanted to mention something. Since we're probably not going to be able to cover all the neutrals, there's a neutral. If you go to 4 mana neutrals, Imposing Anubisoth, 4 mana 7-7, seven, seven, Taunt, Can't Attack. That Forge of Wills curves really nicely into the Anubisoth. For, like, a handlock type deck. So... I'd like I'm interested to see if a handlock type thing uh, comes around, but we already talked about Forge Wills. So next up we have Mortal Eradication, three mana Shadow spell. It's a rare spell. Deal five damage randomly split among all enemy minions, and then restore two health to your hero for every minion killed. What do you think? Hmm. Uh. I feel like this is pretty de like it I feel like it's pretty good against like uh like an aggro deck like if you're trying to uh fend off like a early game board um, cuz I mean at turn 3 they they're like in an aggro deck I feel like their minion shouldn't be that big so you're probably going to kill like at least something with dealing 5 damage randomly I mean maybe you, you get unlucky and you I mean it's it's just minions it can't go face so you probably would be killing something Five's so not a ton health. of damage is the scary thing. Like, if they had, like, two, yeah. two, two threes or something, like, I don't know. That would be, like... Right. I guess you'd still kill yeah. one, but I don't know. Or you get super unlucky. Or, yeah, you would Or just, one. like, if they're just if curving, two like, two mana, one. two, three. You, like, hear a power on turn two. They play, like, a two mana, two, three, and then they play a three mana, three, four. Like, those could both live. Right. So, yeah, I guess... It could be good, but it also could just be, um... Just depends what people are of, playing. Like, if people are playing a bunch of one yeah. and two health stuff, it's it'll be good. Like, uh, maybe against, uh, like, a aggro treant-type druid. Or I feel like that deck isn't gonna really be aggro. It's probably gonna be more, like, tempo. But, but yeah. So the next card we have is a four-mana, three-three forge minion called Disciple of Sagaris. And its battle cry is discard a spell to summon two three two imps, and its forge effect is give them plus two health and taunt. What do you think about this? Just like imps are a permanent part of Warlock's identity forever. Warlock can never escape imps. Like literally, that's Warlock on that art trying to escape imps, and then that's the imp, and he's like, nope, ah, there's gonna be imp cards this set. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's fine it, it seems kind of weird like I feel like 
I feel like Warlock wants to move on from imps, like how you said, <laughs> but then this card just is here, and it's like, hey. <laughs> like, I don't know. Play imps? This is like, if we compare this compare this to Mischievous Imp, like, like Mischievous Imp does require that Infuse or whatever, right? Is he is, He's an Infuse, right? Mischievous Imp, Infuse 3 or something. Yeah. So, like, I guess I Mischievous Imp requires that Infuse, and this is Discard. The Imps it makes are worse than Mischievous Imp's Imps, and this itself is not an Imp. So you would have to forge it to make it a six-mana Mischievous Imp that makes them slightly better. Like, I don't... We're not running this in an aggressive Imp deck, because it's a forge card, so we're running this in, like, a more control-based one with the Titan, I guess, but then even then, it's just so weird that we have to discard a spell, right? Like, why do we have to throw a spell away for a bad, mischievous Imp? Unless, yeah. I guess, it, there are a few cards I wasn't thinking about in Standard that the discard Warlock cards that, like, you actively want to discard... So I guess, like, there's the Soul Barrage, the 5-cost spell, when you play or discard this, deal 6 damage to random enemies. There's the 3-mana 2-5 taunt, if you discard this, summon it. And there's the 3-mana Suffocating Shadows, when you play or discard this, destroy a random enemy minion. So you'd need Suffocating Shadows or Soul Barrage in your deck. So I guess in that case, it's an upside, and you're getting a spell to trigger, and getting 2-3-2 imps. I guess in that case, I am excited to play it, because I do like discard stuff, so. Yeah. I'm trying to look at uh, some of the discard stuff, because I'm kind of unaware of... It's just Suffocating Shadows, Walking Dead, and Soul Barrage are the only three. You can just type in discard in Hearthstone if you're there, oh, and then okay, Sword Okay, that's what I was looking at, because I was mainly, I'm, I'm mainly uh, concerned about the next card we're going to talk about. Discarding your highest grass card. Soul Barrage is what you'd want to hit, but you could hit, like, if you've drawn your Titan or something, like... Right, and then you're just... Uh, that just seems like a scary card. But you can go ahead and tell us what that one is. Uh, Wing Welding, 4-cost common spell. Discard your highest cost card. Deal damage equal to its cost to all minions. So I actually don't know if you did Soul Barrage, if Soul Barrage would trigger first or this. Because if this triggers first and then Soul Barrage, Soul Barrage hits face for six because it's probably clearing board. And that's, that's probably pretty good. But, and if it doesn't kill everything, then, I mean, it's the Soul Barrage probably will. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I guess, yeah, I guess we have no idea or, like, no way to know. Your discard so Warlock has first. to be really low to the ground. You gotta be, like, an aggressive deck where, like, your most expensive stuff is, like, the five costs that soul barrage like otherwise or like and i guess we can run like that five mana seven seven rush discard two cards dude but that's pretty i don't know i'm, I'm coping probably yeah. so yeah <laughs> um so then we have a legendary minion it's a six mana three three uh, what is it? I can't even read it. So much, so much text. Loken, Jailer of Yogg-Saron. And it's a battle cry. Is discover a minion from your deck. Summon a tentacle with its stats and taunt. Fanotum stocks just went up by now. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Fanotum? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Uh, I mean, that's kind of... 
a joke, but on its own, I mean, not really, like, it could, maybe, also just coping again, but, like, even so, like, you find your titan, or you find, like, you're playing this in, like, a big, big, uh, warlock deck, so, like, you're probably gonna, like, it's gonna make stats worth six mana, because, like, six mana, like, set the standards, like, six, seven, I know, we don't play boulder fist ogres, but just, like, so you, the, the minimum you would need to summon to make this worth it would be like a 3-4. And you're going to be summoning probably like a 6-12 or like a like at least a 6-6 six, six with like maybe like you you your low roll and the biggest thing you get is like Dark on Drothir and you make a 6-6. Six, six. Like I think it's pretty good. Yeah. You yeah, know, I think I think it's also pretty good. It's also it's also fun. I I feel like uh I will probably try to like do something with Venotum. I feel like the the animation's probably huge. gonna be cool. The anime, I like. Yeah. I like the tent. I like. I love Yog. I love Yog. <laughs> the ten a tentacle crawls out of your deck, and then just like it like slams <laughs> onto the board. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our last warlock card, which by the way has great flavor text, is Imprisoned Horror. Um. It's a 9-mana 5-5 five, five epic, and it costs 1 less for each damage you've taken on your turns this game. It's kind of. I think that's pretty good. It's kind of silly that it doesn't work with the weapon that they just gave Warlock what last set, the Felstring Harp, the one that's like whenever you take damage, heal instead. So that's a little sad. Mm, yeah. But, I mean... What cards are we... Like, we run this in the Fatigue Package, probably, right? We run this in the Fatigue Package, get this down uh, really cheap, like, pretty quickly. I don't know. What else are we running that deals damage to ourselves? The Fatigue Package, I guess we can run Hellfire. Um, Spirit Bomb, I don't... Maybe? Probably not. If probably you're co coping, coping. That's, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like... You might as well say, are we running Blood Treant, bro? You know, so we can... Uh, Let's get some flame imps in there. It really wants to do. Uh, um, I mean, with the fatigue package, it does work like pretty good. I'm coping, but abyssal Just enforcer. Like maybe we run abyssal enforcer. I don't think that card's been good since it got put back in core, though. Hmm. Either way, uh, uh, I I mean I don't know. I I feel like if you're playing a slow warlock deck, uh, like I feel like eventually, like you're gonna hear. I feel like every time you play warlock, you're hitting the hero power a lot because it's a really good hero power so i mean like eventually it will probably especially if you're running the fatigue and we got so. okay sustain with mortal with mortal eradication like we didn't get much healing this set is the only problem we gotta have like some way to like keep healing and, like mortal yeah. eradication is not a great source we have like does the titan the titan can't heal us at all right um i'm not really sure uh i guess we have like um we have Darkon to heal, I guess. And, like, um, a Symphony can heal us for six. We don't have... Yeah. I feel like, like, Control Warrior, Warrior, which the last class we're going to talk about, I'm just thinking, like, when you're in the late-game matchup against another slow deck that is also, like, healing a bunch, but also putting out a bunch of damage, like... Um... Is Warlock going to be able to do that? Like, Warlock's going to be able to put out the damage with the Titan and infinite demons every turn, but is Warlock going to be able to actually stay alive? Yeah, and it's just a 5-5. Five five. Like, if it had a keyword, <clears throat> I think it would be a, a little better. 
like like rush or something like rush yeah if i had rush i would be i'd be hype about this nine is just pretty expensive yeah you want to hear a power on two and that like makes it eight and then you'll do some other stuff like the fatigue cards we'll see we'll see and generally cards that get cheaper over time by doing thing end up being played (laughs) but yeah but like you said it's it's with the fell string harp like it's like i guess we're gonna have to figure out if we would rather have that healing and be able to keep our life total high while we do fatigue stuff or be able to cheat out like cheap five five yeah because if we need that like felstring harp is a good way to make sure that we don't like die like against like (laughs) so but yeah it doesn't work with that five five so yeah you're right we'll just have to see what we value more not dying or five five right which i'm gonna probably put my money on like not dying i guess (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe if you get two but but what about two five five (laughs) <laughs> all right now you're talking that's what i'm talking about all right all right last class last class we've made it warrior uh um it's your turn i think yeah so first uh card we got is a two mana one three mech it's a epic it's called furious furnace and it's a magnetic mech and it's texas also damages minions next to whomever this attacks um like warrior didn't get any other mechs so we're either magnetizing this to a neutral mech or like uh like what are we magnetizing this to yeah like are there any like warrior has hook warrior has hook fist 3000 bro i don't i don't think we're magnetizing this to hook fist 3000 warrior like <laughs> Like, I guess you can magnetize it to Zilliax, but, like, come on. Like, probably not. Um, yeah. I think out of all the other stuff that Warrior has gotten, this is, like, kind of just... I'm just not really sure why they get one mech, like, right? Like, why'd they just get one mech? And then, like... Yeah. It's, like... I mean, I do... I, I am a big fan of the art. <laughs> yeah, the art's sick. He's literally gobbling all that stuff up. He's giving me red vibes. Like, that's a red magic card. But. Yeah, for sure. Alright, yeah. I mean, there's not much to say about him. I don't think he's gonna be very good. And if he is, well, I don't care. <laughs> uh, we got Smelt. Two mana rare spell. Give a random minion in your hand, plus three, plus three. Lose three armor to do it again. Mm, I think that's pretty decent if we're doing the armor stuff. Uh, just buffing something uh like is it giving is it giving like uh would it hit like two random things or would it hit the same thing two random things it could it can hit the same thing twice okay i mean yeah i think that's like a pretty sizable buff for two mana like if you're doing a if you're playing like a control like warrior type uh deck with a lot of armor gain and you have three armor to lose like that's a pretty that's a pretty good buff and it's cheap, so I think it it would be and it's a fire spell, I think it being a fire spell is good because um I think in whatever control warrior deck that we have, um it's probably gonna have that uh, Thori Balor Thor Thori yeah Thori Balor like so I I think it'll be good. What do you think? I'm just like not sure what we're 
like as control warrior you don't have many minions like the minions you do have like i don't know like you don't have a crazy ton of minions and as control warrior you're not really like like the minions you do have there's a few like the minotauran which we'll talk about later but you're not like super interested in buffing their stats generally you would be really interested in doing this in Enrage Warrior. Like, this would be fat in Enrage Warrior. Like, you hit, like, two... Plus three plus three is a sizable buff if you really actively care about your dude's sizes. So, but you don't... Like, you don't want to ever be gaining armor in Enrage Warrior. So... Right. Um, I mean, I just... I feel like if you're gaining an armor, like pretty early on in like a control warrior game and then you drop like some of your cheaper minions that are like helping you get like like your mid game stuff it just makes them harder to remove i guess i'm not like what but I, yeah i guess i'm just like i i get i get that i guess it's more just like is this worth taking up two slots in a deck to do to make like because we're that means there's two car other cards we're not putting in here. I want to run like every sync two copies of all of these control warrior cards. Like I want to run yeah. like uh, and there's like the good core stuff. Like I'm just not sure this like after I've put thirty control warrior cards that I want to play in my deck, I'm not sure that there's like room left for the to to make my dudes three three bigger. What what do you think will be the end game in um? In a control warrior deck. Oh, well, we'll talk about that later. Alright, yeah, because I'm curious. I remember, like, before it was, uh... I could be wrong, wasn't it? I remember, like, with Sunken City, it was, uh... You, like, had the... What? I think no, with I Sunken think City, it was still Kazakusan. Kazakusan? Okay. I think it was still Kazakusan. It, was it a different deck, the one that had the Blade Master or whatever that Battleground? Gal Galvin name, or Battleground Captain Galvinger and Battlegrounds Battlemaster and, fa and yeah. Faceless Manipulator into the front. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. Was that considered Control Warrior? That was that? that was Combo Warrior. There was that was a separate deck. Those both existed around the same time. Like there was the Combo one, and then there was the like. There was the one where you played, like, the big elemental, and you played from the depths, and sometimes you just played a four-mana Nelly and insta-one, and you had, like, Shield Shatter and stuff, right? So, or, I think Shield Shatter was separate at that time, but, um, yeah. Alright, well, our next card is a three-mana fire spell with Forge called Bellowing Flames. It's a common, and it's deal five damage to a minion, and its Forge effect is... Then deal five damage split among all enemy minions. So, uh, yeah, what do you think of this? Like three mana, deal five damage to a minion is it's good, right? Like, I don't know, what's like some comparable? Like we have like three mana, like deal three damage, gain three armor. That's one we have right now, right? Bash, or do we not have that one right now? We don't have that one right now. Oh, that's two mana right now. Deal three damage, gain three armor. Hmm. I mean, if this is... You're going to forge this because you're control warrior. I don't think that baseline's very good. I don't think the baseline's, like, amazing. So, but forged, yeah. you can, like, kill something medium-sized or get it low enough that then the forged effect will, like, clear it off and then maybe get some side pieces. Like, I think it's... I think it's good. It's good forged. I'm not... 
convinced how good it is on like i guess there will just be situations where you don't need to forge it and they play a five health thing and then you play this for three mana like that'll happen so i guess that will occur so yeah it's all around uh all around a useful card yeah i would agree it's it seems like fine uh, i think it's another one that we'll just like see when the set drops like people will probably be running it and we'll find out if it's worth forging and playing for three later on or if it's just a waste of space it's also a fire spell too which is worth yeah that's true um uh, next up we got steam guardian three mana three three common elemental battle cry draw a spell and then reduce the cost of a fire spell in your hand by one cracked tutors a fire spell and mana reduction and it's an acceptable body for three mana yeah yeah i think uh with the amount of fire spells we're getting uh i think it's i think it's good. even if you just like hard hard uh, oh and this also is hard um hard tutor if you just run one copy of black rock and roll you can hard tutor black rock and roll with this and then curve into it on turn four so that that seems good that is also good yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, Alright, so our next card is a 3-mana three 3-4 three uh, rare minion, stone skin armor, and its battle cry is, if your armor changed this turn, draw two cards. Cracked. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty. You good. will either have a weapon equipped, or you will play one of your cards that says gain armor, or you will press your hero power button. You will never not be able to do this, and then it is a three mana three four that draws two cards. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that is... yeah, and like in in your control deck too, which is like yeah, you have a body and you draw two. This cards. is like so this I, is I like a strong. what's your face the three mana three two that priest has that after you've cast three spells draw three cards. It's kind of like that. It's what you're doing. The you know which one the naga. Yeah. It's kind of what it's like giving me. Yeah. No, I th yeah, I, th I think that'll be. We got Craftsman's Hammer. After you, four mana three three common weapon. After your hero attacks and kills a minion, gain four armor. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, <laughs> basically remove three things with three health and either uh, gain life or don't take any damage, probably. Like, you know, like it's just one card, kill three of their cards, and probably stay at 30 life. Yeah, and, it, and I mean, depending on like the order you're getting stuff, you could have this equipped already. Maybe you have a stone skin armor, like, you know, later on, and then... You don't have to hero power or do anything specifically. You just have to attack, and then you get those two cards. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's good. Um, or, no, you would, need have... to, you would need to kill a minion. Oh, yeah, so I guess you'd still... Yeah, true. But, yeah, I still think it's good. Because, um, I mean, turn four... Uh, yeah, if you play that on turn four, I mean, around the mid-game, they, they should have something you could probably kill. With. Yeah, they, they will. They, they will. Damage. Yeah. Um, why does Minotaurin look familiar to me? I don't think we've seen We haven't. Card. We have not. Okay. So, the next card is a six mana. Uh, rare minion. It's a 5-5. Five, five, five. 
and yeah it's called Minotaurin I guess that's how you'd say it and it has rush and its text is whenever this minion deals damage gain that much armor um, so yeah what do you think yeah this is another card I want you to put in the context of black rock and roll it's 11-11 rush that gains 11 every time it deals damage mm, so yeah it's another one to to I think it's I think it's cool that uh, we're gonna get some control warrior stuff because I think black rock and roll is a cool card. It's cool too because it has a uh, it has a way to win the game. It's not just gonna make the game go forever like Blood Death Knight and make me want to not play Hearthstone. It's gonna just kill me. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna they're just gonna drop big minions and you're gonna hit concede. Like, it's like fine. It's whatever. <laughs> I hear a roar as the twenty seven freaking Hydra hits me in the face and I die. Like yeah yeah no i'm i'm i am so excited that's one thing i want to say like i'm i'm really hoping control warrior just like makes blood death knight and control priest just like less like uh less common on ladder because i i'm like kind of sick of seeing those decks i'm really sick whenever i queue into blood decay i want to not play hearthstone like actually it's kind of the same for control priest too all right uh, we got our next card. Yeah, yeah, this card's crazy, crazy, crazy card. So we got Trial by Fire, 7 mana epic fire spell. Summon 5 one, one Valkyr with Rush. Whenever one dies, give the others plus one, plus one. So it's like, when your first 1-1 one, one dies, then you have four two twos. Then when that dies, you have three three threes, two four fours, and one five five. You can set this up in ways so that as long as you can do math, you can do like really valuable trading, like optimize how many things you have alive or like the numbers you have on the board at the end of the turn to like avoid board clears and stuff. It's it's good. It's a good card. Yeah, and I think too with the um, with the uh, reduction from like Steam Guardian could be nice. Cause it's, I mean, it's pretty expensive, but also, I mean, you're gonna be able to take care of pretty thick boards, like not not super thick, but um, you'll be able to take care of most boards. You need like fifty. You need like fifteen damage total, right? One of your four five. Yeah. Math is hard. I can't. You can deal. You can deal fifteen <laughs> damage total, split up yeah. into increments. So like. Yeah. So that seems that seems pretty good. I mean, like with a control warrior deck, you can uh, um, keep yourself alive past turn seven with that. So yeah, I think that's I think that's good. Yes. And then we have the eight eight or the uh, eight mana eight eight legendary minion Odin Prime Designate, and its battle cry is for the rest of the game after your hero gains armor. They gain that much attack for that turn. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is a good setup card for uh, what you were talking about earlier. Like, if you black rock and roll your Minotauran, and um, <clears throat> and then you gain, uh, what would you gain? Like ten armor. Eleven. Or eleven armor. Um, yeah, and then you gain eleven attack. Like. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, you asked earlier what was Control Warrior's win condition. This is this in Black Rock and Roll, like, and you don't even need Black Rock and Roll. Like, you play this, and then you just you play Odin, and then you pass, and then you play two heavy plates, and then you go face for sixteen. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that... Yeah. It is yeah. even slower than Mograin. It's worth noting that, like, I'm very happy to see all these Control Warrior cards that all look very strong, and this dude that also looks very strong. It is even slower than Mograin, and Mograin, as we know, like, unless you're playing against it, unless, like, the aggro deck that the Blood Decay's playing against just is out of cards, and they were kind of just top-decking anyway, Blood Decay can't comfortably just play a 7-mana 7-7. So that means Control Warrior is also probably not going to be able to comfortably play an 8-mana eight 8-8. Eight, eight. So it's worth, like, knowing it's not all going to be Sunshine and Rainbows, but... Yeah. I mean, I think it yeah, should you, work. If you're able to maintain board, like, make sure that, you know, they don't have too threatening of a board and you're gaining... Have, like, a weapon equipped, to too. Maybe have your Titan out, like... Yeah. It should be okay. Right, but there's definitely going to be some instances where you're, which is cool. I'm so like I'm glad. Like if, if your opponent's applying enough pressure to you, like you're you're not going to be able to do this crazy stuff. But like that's fair. Like if you're playing control warrior and you're able to like, uh, you know, like keep their board in check and keep yourself at a you know a place where you're not going to die after playing Odin, then you probably deserve to win. You're playing your cards right. But if you're if you let your opponent pressure you and get you down and you know then you play odin and then you might die next turn but i feel like that's fair it's uh, yeah I, I i'm i'm not scared of control warrior but i also feel like it's going to be strong all right well that's every single class card we've discussed uh there's still neutrals but we're at two hours and 21 minutes i think we can probably just do the game if you're okay with that. I don't think we need yeah. to cover any more cards. Yeah, the the neutrals, that is, uh, that's up to everyone's imagination. They're there for everyone to. They are real. They do exist. Ponder. Yeah, they can ponder them, put put them here and there. Unless you're playing pure paladin, then you're lame. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> nah. but yeah. But there, there's some cool ones. Uh, yeah, I feel like we probably shouldn't go over like any of them because we are at a very, um, we're already at like almost an hour, or two hour, two hours and thirty minutes. So we should start the game soon. But uh, I just wanted to um, say what I'm most hyped for out of the legendaries, and maybe you can tell me what you're most hyped for out of the legendaries. Okay. Um, but. Uh, I guess like two cards that I'm pretty hyped for. Um, I'm interested to see in any of the control decks how the Son of Hodir will do, because it just seems like good to me. Like again, it's like like the Odin thing where like if you're able to play uh, an eight mana eight eight like on turn eight without dying next turn, like I feel like that's like I don't know. Like you just draw an eight eight giant that gets summoned when drawn, like that seems like that could be pretty strong so i'm excited to see how that works out um and i'm also excited for ignis the eternal flame because i think it'll be cool to like be able to craft your weapon I've, i haven't uh i haven't played uh, hearthstone in a state where they have a card where like you're like crafting a weapon so um, do you remember old kazakis where you would craft like the golem or craft the potion or were you not around for those don't i i might have been around for it but i i didn't i definitely didn't play it the og kazakis you crafted like a one five or ten cost potion and that was like a spell kind of like this and then there was like another kazakis and he 
crafted a golem, like a minion, and it was a one cost, five cost, or ten cost that behaved like this. And then there was Kazaku-san, and now there's this. But yeah, like, uh, Ignis is cool. Um, what am I most excited for? I am so hyped for Shaman. I think just in general, the entire Shaman set I'm excited to play with. Um, the mage stuff looks pretty cool. I don't know, like, really, I think Shaman, and also Control Warrior, I'm like, it's been, it's been long enough that, like, I'm ready for it again. Like, when Sunken City, when there was only two viable decks, and it was Control Warrior and Aggro Demon Hunter, I was, I was on the side of the Control Warrior, like, you betcha. Like, um, and I like Control Warrior, so, it's, it's been long enough, and we've, it's not like we haven't been suffering under Control Priest and Blood Decay for literally months, so it's, I don't, it's not, not like, yeah. it's not like Control Warrior's this evil thing, so... Right, that's why, like, it can't really get much worse than Blood Decay. <laughs> like, just, I'm just gonna, like, remove your stuff and heal, and, like, I'm just, like... And then giggle, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What, uh, what neutral, though, like, are you eyeballing? I'm interested. Is it, is it just Prison of Yogg-Saron? Do you just, is it, I like, <laughs> you already have I that? like that card. No, it's card. Imposing Anubisoth. I want to play Imposing Anubisoth and Forge Wills it. Okay. And Ravenous Kraken looks good. We can do that with some Death Rattle dudes. Like, we can play that in, uh, we can also play that in Warlock and hit your Void Caller with that. And then when that, your Void Caller will get triggered. And then when your cra Ravenous Kraken dies, he's the three mana 2 5. Uh, when that dies, you'll get another Void Caller. Some, something mm. like that. Um. Drone Deconstructor in general is just going to be good in any mech decks. Um, yeah. And Flame Behemoth. Yeah. Flame Behemoth is going to be good. Flame Behemoth is... Flame Behemoth is... Uh, what's his name? What's the Demon Hunter outcast dude? Feller in the Forgotten. Flame Behemoth is Feller in the Forgotten, but for mechs. So, like, it's literally like 6 mana, 4, 5... Battlecry get two random magnetic mechs, they cost two less. And then you can kind of just, like, make one big thing, just play two separate things, you know. I think that'll be good in the mech decks. Yeah. Oh, and containment yeah, unit. The seven mana. That's going to be... If you can containment unit uh, magnetize to that rogue mech that makes a copy at the end of every turn, and just get, like, a board full of death rattles, summon eight costs, you just you would mm. win, so... Yeah. No, I think they did a really good job with the neutrals, uh, giving us a lot of um, interesting things to play with and uh, try out with different decks. And some hot, and some hot garbage, really cool. but that's yeah. true of every neutral set. Right. So, yeah. All right. Well, um, now that we've covered pretty much every card that is coming out in this set. I think we can move on to the game. Yes. Hopefully my PC can handle Hearthstone. I have, I ever since I got the PS5, I've just like your PC is just a dusty, PC. sad, lonely device. It is. It's it's so sad. It's so sad for your PC, Wee Wee man. Um what are you All right, what are you playing, Wee Wee man? I don't really know what I'm playing. Yeah, I don't know either. I guess it'll just be a surprise, and I won't tell you. Yeah, I won't. I won't tell you either. 
You're gonna think I'm lame when you see it, but it's okay. Is it gonna be something you always play? I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. Good luck, Wee Wee Man. Good luck. Alright, we're playing him Rage Warrior against Wee Wee Man, who's probably just gonna be playing Outcast Demon Hunter, so. Based on his uh, commentary. Oh, he's Demon Hunter. Did we do it? Did we do it right? We get Sanguine. We're going first. We get Sanguine Depths, Foul Egg, Jam Session. Hmm. Maybe no Jam Session, but I think that overall, Sanguine Depths in the Egg is really good. And then we draw a Treasure Guard. So we'll just play our foul leg. He full mulliganed everything away. He goes face. And, ooh, I think I'll go ahead and play the Anima Extractor, actually. Instead of the Sanguine Depths on the egg. He's not going to avoid to kill that, right? Nah. Play the Anima Extractor. Even if he had Volt Coin Extinction, it isn't guaranteed to kill my board. And I would still get 4-4 four, four buffs, so. He's really thinking about this Anima Extractor. Which is a fair thing to be doing. He coins out a Photographer Fizzle. I'm gonna go ahead. I drew a first rift, so I get Sanguine Depths, my egg, trade the egg into the Fizzle, and then verse rift him. Or I can just play a treasure guard. I think we just play a treasure guard. Because we don't really... All we have is a Sun Fury champion. I'm not crazy about filling a Sun Fury champion up with Anima Extractor buffs. I really would prefer to hit something else. He plays a Vizier. I wonder what he sees in that Vizier. And he does not trade. I drill two Sanguine Depths. So, or I draw one, but, alright, so I'm going to Sanguine Depths my Treasure Guard, and trade into his 3-3 Fizzle, then I'm going to also Sanguine Depths my Egg, and trade in his Vizier, then I'm going to Verse Riff his Vizier, and we got a 5-7 Sun Fury Champion. I'm probably going to trade my 3-1 treasure guard into his... Oh, he's going to play the... He has through the uh, Felon Flames, because he just hovered over his... That's what he got off that Vizier. So uh, I'm going to play both Sun Fury Champions, and then just Chorus Riff. Because that'll empty my hand, but then that'll make it so that... I do have a minion to be buffed off the Chorus Riff, and I don't really want these Sun Fury Champions to be getting hit with the buffs. And the Finale Chorus Riff will make it so I can... Oh, and I draw an Ogre. That's big. He plays a remixed Rhapsody. Oh my goodness. Wow. I play my 12-16 Allgra and hit him with my 8-1 Sun Fury Champion. And he is at 3 life. He plays an Unleash Fell. 
Can he kill my Algra? There's no way. He plays a Relic of Extinction. Oh my, there's no way. Another Relic of Extinction. He just casts so many spells on it, leaving my Algra at a 13-2. Alright. So we are we are uh, playing some Relic DH, because I like this deck. And nothing else has really been fun for me lately, besides this. So, playing Relic DH. He's playing Warrior. I'm going to assume he's playing, like, Enrage Warrior. Um, so anyways... In our starting hand, we have a Silvermoon Arcanist, Artificial Zymox, Blademaster Akani, and Nerubian Vizier. I'm going to throw all of that away because all I want is Relics or Relic Vault. And we draw an Unleashed Fell, an Astalor, a Xylag, and a School Teacher. So not great. Not too great. But I'm glad we got the Astalor. That's, that's pretty good. So he plays a plays a foul egg. So that's pretty gross. Um I'm just going to hero power his face. Pass turn. And also I uh that turn I drew a photographer fizzle. So that's kind of big. I could photographer fizzle pretty early on. Um because I get Astalore in that. I get a Xylag in that. I also get Unleash Fell in that, which is pretty big. Um, but we're we're kind of scared right now because he's got an Anima Extractor with an egg out. Um, I really want to get rid of that Anima Extractor. I wish I was getting Relics and Relic Vault because I really need that Relic of Extinction. Um, I don't think I want to do anything to his minions right now. Uh. I'd really like to just be able to clear stuff. So, um, I think what I might do is coin out my fizzle just to get something on board. So I have a pretty okay hand to fizzle. I'm not fizzling any relics or Zymox. So, I mean, that's kind of sad, but at least I'll have Xylag. And two Astalors in my, um, you know, two Astalors to do whatever with. Um, and next turn, I'm just kind of planning on playing the Nerubian Vizier I just drew. Um, hopefully get some kind of removal tool. So I really want to get rid of that Anima Extractor. So we got an Emotional Rhapsody. I'm going to hold out and hopefully get the uh, deal three damage to all minions twice with that because uh, that would just be huge. That would, that would be big. So uh, we're going to do what we did, uh, do what we said. We're going to play the Nerubian Vizier. And let's see. We have a Sunwell, a Topple the Idol, and a Through the Fell and Flames. Um... If we take the through Felon Flames and he can't clear any of my stuff, ugh, it's just so terrible because he's gonna get some stuff pretty buffed. Because um, either way, you know, we would have to swing our Fizzle and our Nerubian Vizier into the Treasure Guard, and then the School Teacher into the Anima Extractor with through the Felon Flames, or we could just 
take the top of the idol, but then we have to wait even longer to do anything. So I'm just going to take the Through the Fell in Flames. And I'm going to end turn. And uh, we just uh, got our Emotional Rhapsody turned into an Angsty Rhapsody. So maybe next turn... Uh, well, shoot, if it turns into a uh, deal three twice next turn, we won't be able to use it because we only have four mana. So, yeah, that's kind of rough. Okay, he's cracking his egg. He hero-powered it. And he's killing my Nerubian Vizier, so that's pretty unfortunate. Now he drew a Relic of Dimensions. Man, this is pretty bad. I mean, I guess we just school teacher and then through the Fell and Flames it. And we have a Relic of Extinction, an Immolation Aura, and a Chaos Strike. I'm definitely just going to take the Relic of Extinction because I need to be getting my relics out. I wonder if I even threw the Fell in Flames right now. Because all I'm going to do is kill his Treasure Guard. So, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm going to wait for next turn. Wow, Private Merc is chatting with me, and he says, nice through the Felon Flames. I wonder how he knows I have that. He probably, like, literally knew what I was trying to do and was like, yeah, you're not going to do that. So depending on the board he makes, we do have the deal three damage to all minions twice. So I could use that next turn, depending on what his board state's like. Uh, I'm hoping he kind of tries to develop it. So then, okay. Draw a minion, give it plus three, plus three. Then he gets first riff. He's going to clear that. Hmm. So, he's got a 6-8 Sun Fury champion, which is pretty gross. I'm going to be taking damage, but I think I have to do Resounding Rhapsody. And then next turn... Um, I can Astalore something, I can through the Felton Flame something, I can cast Relic of Extinction, maybe I'll get lucky enough to draw my Relic Vault, um, so I'm just gonna play the Resounding Rhapsody and clear most of his stuff, his one card gets buffed like crazy, thanks to Anima Extractor, most unpleasant card to play against. In my opinion. I hate seeing that card. So he's Sanguine Depths. Is already huge. Oh my god. He plays a Decimator Olgra. That's horrible. Um, hmm. Okay, so we can do a bit here. I don't know if we're going to be able to actually kill that Decimator Olgra. Because it's... 1317. Um I can unleash fell. I'm probably going to start with unleash fell just to kill his uh Sun Fury champion. And then I can play one relic of extinction with my noggling. Um I'll play the other relic of extinction. I'll play Astalor. I 
I can't do math. I don't think this actually kills his thing. I get another through the fallen flames. Yeah. It was not enough. It's a 13-2. Dang. Unfortunate. Good game. Good game. I was really, I was, I was like, I just couldn't do math, but I was like, maybe I can kill it. <laughs> that was some Stephen Hawking stuff there. Like, you were literally like, there was equations running through your mind as you <laughs> did that turn. I was like, yeah, there was like too much stuff going on that I couldn't like calculate if it would actually work. But I was like, I mean, I do have two Relic of Extinctions, a Taste, a taste of Chaos, a two, and then I ended up discovering another through Fell in Flames. Ugh, it was two damage short. I noticed that you you would have been one damage short, but you should have played the second through the Fell in Flames on your Nogaling to make that extra one damage on the base Nogaling. Oh, okay. I still think you were one damage short, though. Yeah. No, I think so, mm. yeah, because it would have been at three, and then I would have hit it for two, and it would have been at one. But yeah, that was that was a good game. It was a good game. Excellent game, Wee Wee Man. I'm so excited for the new set. Yes, I'm excited to not play Relic DH anymore. That's been the only deck that I've like been having fun with lately. So I mean, it's really only one person making the choice to continue playing Relic DH. It's really yeah. only one man doing that. I just that. like it. It's fun. But I'm I'm excited for this new stuff. I'm definitely gonna try the mage stuff for sure. Mage stuff looks fun. Definitely gonna try the shaman stuff. I am I am definitely hype, and I hope you guys are too. Thank you for those of you that somehow made it to the end of this episode. I don't really know how you did it because we don't. Because you're at work um, right now, and like you'd rather be listening to Hearthstone stuff. Yes. <laughs> now we'll each do our best Hearthstone impression for you as our way to say goodbye. Um, Private Shorty reporting for duty. <laughs> God, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't freaking. You put me on the spot, man. I can't even think of any voice lines now. Can't think of a single voice line. No, because I'm on the podcast and I'm scared. Oh, that was a stinker. <laughs> God, dude. Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The elements unbound flow through me. But Brucon isn't standard anymore. Bro, name do one of your Relic Demon Hunter cards. They all just make noises. What does uh, Silver Moon Arcanist say? Hmm.